Welcome to Returning Citizen Association. I'm so honored to be here. My name is Ricky Gaines. It's Sunday, y'all, and I see a lot of beautiful faces, man, and I'm so honored. Um, this is a special day. Uh, it's a special episode in our podcast and in our Returning Citizen meeting. Uh, this is our 10th episode in our first season. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Nina, it has... She kind of sick, but Nina is a big part of our podcast. Like, you know, we started this organization in March of 2022, and um, our mission is to increase the economic, political, and social capital of returning citizens in the United States. And uh, we have a big, big uh, goal uh, when we say the United States, because there's uh, correctional institutions throughout the United States. And our goal is to reduce the recidivism rate. And most of us are returning citizens, which means that we have some kind of uh, history uh, with the incarceration system. Uh, myself, I did 24 years. Uh, I'm a former lifer. And the way that we do, uh, we achieve our goal is we don't return. Those of us who've been there, the way that we reduce that recidivism rate is we do not return. And then we make a path for other people who are returning or who want to return um, to what we call be successful return citizen. I mean, it's not big, uh, big stuff. It's just, you know, uh, not committing crime and violence anymore. Um, I'm getting a legitimate income, uh, entrepreneurship, any kind of ways of, of legitimate income, and just, you know, being uh, a productive citizen. Things that we naturally normally do already that we don't talk about. But we, this organization was designed to talk about that. Just to, I mean, you don't have to be doing no special stuff, right? Um, or you don't have to have flies on your face and be all uh, uh, immersed in poverty right, for us to talk about you. We want to talk about uh, breaking the stigma. Breaking the stigma of people coming home from uh, prison and being different. Being not normal. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm just grateful, y'all. And um, I'm not going to talk too much, but today's topic is going to be about finance. Uh, we just closed the topic about uh, healthy relationship. It was really awesome. We got a lot of information. Uh, today we're going to talk about, we're going to open it up because it, it's the end of the year. And, and um, also we got some guests. Oh my God, we got some powerful guests here, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we always do it like <laughs> this. Um, we're going to talk about finance because we're closing out the year. And um, like I said, we're a new organization and resources is necessary to do the work in this field. Resources are necessary. So we want to start a conversation about finance, about, um, you know, business and, and grants and things of that nature though, right? Um, I brought a special guest here that, uh, man, I'm so proud of this guy, man. He he does some amazing things, though, um, in this world of business and um, economics, you know. So, um, and also, uh, let's see, for our new guest here, I'll just point out for everyone, our new guest uh, today is uh, William Palmer. Um, I will definitely let you uh, let him introduce himself to you, um, powerful individual. And uh, we got an old but new uh, guest. Uh, we got Eric back with us. Thank you, Eric, for tapping back in. And we have um, the guest I wanted to, uh, to uh, <laughs> kind of open up the discussion about finance. Uh, my brother here, uh, Mr. Nunsuch, right? So, um, Nina has COVID. She called me this morning and said, Ricky, I've been test positive for COVID. So, oh, no. Yeah, in our conversation of finance, we still, I want you guys to throw out some tips about healing, 
throw out some tips about healing and uh, that nature because we uh, we ended the year, uh, start a new year, and uh, who who knows what people are going through. So with that, uh, we only have two board members here right now, myself and Andrea. So I'll pass it to Andrea. Andrea, when you get done, can you pass it to Frederick Nunsuch to to open up our conversation about uh, finance? But and then next. Everybody just introduce yourself. Take as much time as you need. Let us get to know who you are so we can start this conversation. But I wanted him to start it because uh, he's going to get our brain kind of thinking a little bit. All right? So with that, I'll pass it to my wife, Andrea. You're up, honey. <laughs> okay. My name's Andrea Gaines. Um, a business account executive at Business Fiber. I've been in the communications industry for about 20 years. I recently went back to school to earn my degree in social science, and we have our publishing company, Capital Gains LLC. I'm a member of Returning Citizens Association. We have four daughters, and we have five grandkids. Now, I'm here representing the people who have been affected by the carceral system, you know, family members. I reconnected with Ricky back in 2009, and that began my prison journey alongside him. So I did do time, but just like in a different way. Um, as family members, we do pay for our loved ones to be incarcerated because of the cost that's involved, you know, like mental, actual, even literal costs, like letters, phone calls, you know, things like that. But um, dealing with someone who's incarcerated does weigh heavy on someone. And so, you know, mental health and even physical costs, you know, praise God, I had the church. You know, I also joined a ministry team and they were all my elders. So that was so helpful because they're like all my elders, but they were great. They were able to shift my perspective on life, you know, just the outlook. But, you know, the biggest price I think that I paid with being with someone who was incarcerated was my time. You know what I mean? Because I did actually wait for them. But, you know, with every negative, there's a positive. And, um, you know, don't get me wrong, like it was extremely traumatizing, you know, stressful and expensive, but I was able to do the work on myself. So while he was in there and, and I was alone, I was able to like really be there for my daughters. I didn't have men coming over. I didn't, wasn't no messy stuff going on. You know, I was just doing the work, doing the ministry work, just getting myself together. And while he was getting himself together, but I'm also here to support the increasing of the economical, political, and um, social capital of returning citizens. You know, people like a lot of you who are on the call now, you know, because once you get home, that brings about another set of challenges. So, you know, I'm tugging on him to do this and this, but he's also trying to reestablish himself with himself. So it just brings about its own set of challenges. So this is extremely supportive for me because I'm able to hear the outlook from other people what they're dealing with, what they've dealt with. And then I'm able to, um, you know, get a better understanding, even though I'm already trying to get a better understanding, but it, it goes a long way. So um, I'm here to aid in. Brought to you by Capital Gains LLC. This is our first children's book, Junior's Alphabet and Numbers Trace book. It is a great book for your child, to an easy way to get the device out of your child's hand and get them learned up. Starting with tracing the alphabet from A to Z, 
and tracing the numbers from 1 to 20. We love to uh, share this with everyone. Please go get your copy at Amazon.com, $7. Thank you. Peace. Bang, bang, Niner game! That's the other thing I want to thank y'all for coming. That's what I'm saying. Like the Niners and the Raiders is playing, and all everybody else's favorite team is on. But wait till you see these Niner highlights. Go ahead. Hey, look. Bang, bang, Niner game. So, how you doing today? My name is Frederick Nunsuch, and I, at the age of 18, 17 years old, was sentenced to 16 years to life. And for me, I was so young when I, when I got the time that me coming home was never a doubt. So I always knew that I would be paroling. So from day one, what I did was set about continuing my education. So, and that lays right into what today's subject is, and that's finance. Because for me, I always knew that I had to... Uh, I had to make it with my brain and not my muscle. So I started reading books and I came across a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And when it comes to personal finance, I would suggest that everybody who has not read, read the book, read the book. Because what the book does, what, it, what the book did for me was change the way I think about money. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Key Yosaki. I did a book report on this book and everything. It changed the way I think about money because what it does, it gets you out the rat race. It starts you to start to think about finance and the world in the way that I would argue it really is. And once you start to understand that the trick to creating wealth, the trick to getting rich or whatever you want to call it, the trick to it really is simple. And that is earn understand how to take your earned income and turn that into passive income in the same month may sound tricky but i can break it down and what i'm talking about is simply going to work and getting a job and taking that paycheck which is called earned income and creating a small business on the side and that small business on the side no matter what it is that's passive income. Now, taking that earned income and turning that into passive income, that right there, that process, truly, that is the trick. Now, every rich man, every billionaire, every millionaire learns how to do that in many different ways. But that's the trick. Because once you start to understand in financing, you start to understand that, wow, okay, the way the system is designed. The way the system is designed, it's designed for two groups of people in this country. The rules are designed to favor homeowners and business owners. That's just the way the system is designed. So when you understand that, then you can take advantage. Now, let me tell you a prime example. In California, they just passed the law that said that the state of California is mandated to give 25% of all state spending to small businesses. Do you hear me? They are mandated. Repeat that for us, bro. Repeat that. Um, go ahead. So two months ago, Governor Gavin Newsom signed the bill into law AB 209. Go research it. 
it mandated that the state of California, the what the fourth largest economy in the world, has to give 25% of their spending to small businesses. This is a new gold rush in California. You just have to understand it. So what I would argue is that, so personal finance, the people who understand personal finance, we gonna make money because I understand that right now they're giving it away. And let me give you an example. Because I'm financially literate, I was able to understand that the California has something called the Dream Fund, a $10,000 grant that they give away. Now, you have to be on top of shit. You have to be game tight. You have to know where the information is at. So what I did is went to the Chamber of Commerce and signed up for the newsletter. And because I signed up for the newsletter of the right, of the right Chamber of Commerce now, because they're not all the same, because I signed up for the right one, the morning that they released the application, which was two days before Thanksgiving, okay, I got an email saying, hey, it's open. Get in right now. And I was able to get in. So that's a guaranteed 10 G's grant. And it was only open for three days. They only took 50 applicants. In the whole state of California, they only took 50. But because I was signed up with the right people, I got that in like, hey, let's go now. Now it's time to go. Now, the second half of that point is you got to have your shit together. So when you get that, you can go. And having your stuff together, should I say, having your finances together meaning that taking hold of your personal finances. So bringing it back, personal finance is something that we all cannot avoid. Whether you know it or not, everybody has a balance sheet associated with you. And what I mean is the money that you bring in and the money that you spend. It is simple accounting, your income and your expenses. And when you start to educate yourself into finances, you start to think in terms of balance sheets. So when I took that grant, I already knew that, oh, okay, because of tax purposes, I need to buy a piece of equipment. So let me tell you now, I'm taking a grant and purchasing a piece of business equipment with it, and I'm taking a free $10,000 grant and turning it into a $10,000 business write-off because of my financial literacy. You see how that happens? So again, financial literacy is the most important thing. So I'm dancing. I wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, bro, bro. I'm dancing. When you say I took this money and did it, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Look, <laughs> this the dance that the uh, legitimate people do. You know, not not when we bust down that key. We just, you know, we just came up on. We start busting that thing down into zips. Oh no, 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 no. Listen, kind of I felt the same way. Hey, listen, I've been there. Literally breaking them down. And let me tell you, we was in the car. And when my wife told me that she had got the email about the grant, I felt the same way as busting the seal off one of those things, man. But I didn't have to look over my shoulder. I didn't have to go do none of that shit. I didn't have to do any of that. I literally went and took my wife out to dinner and celebrate. And it's, it's validation. Is validation that the money is out there. So when it comes to financing, speak on that validation thing. Speak on so, that because that's the so, thing. Okay, so I live in a world in abundance. 
I, I, you know, so, and I try to ask people, especially the people that are going to be close to you, it's important to understand how they view the world. And I view the world as a world of abundance, meaning that there is a world, there's way too much money out there. So the little bit that I'm trying to get, the few billion that I'm trying to accumulate is nothing. You hear me? So when you have that perception, when you have that thought process, then things start to come your way. You start to you start to you start to put yourself in positions to get you get early morning emails that they're giving away free money. You start to put yourself in positions to have conversations with men who have done what you're trying to do. So the next step, you know, hey, let me pass it to William. I really do. So William, you take it here right now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, William. You coming up right now? But good lord, you hear that, brother, y'all? So let me let me tell you what I'm talking about with finance right quick. I, I wanted him to start because me and this brother walked the prison walls many, 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 many moons. Mm. And he just come out here and now he's like, who do I hear about? Where I'm echoing from? Let me let me find you. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna find somebody. There you go, right there. Okay. Man, y'all, we I opened up with this guy. This this ain't no corporate giant, but he's a corporate giant, though. You hear me though? No, the system. So so let me just tell y'all what we're talking about, and then like I said, y'all talk about y'all intros about whatever you want to talk about. We're talking about finance. What does finance mean? Finance is the process of raising funds or capital for any kind of expenditure. <laughs> he just said, um, I keyed on to the thing about validation because once, see, Returning Citizen Association haven't received any kind of funding or financing yet. But once we do the first one, that's going to validate what he just said. You're going to be like, yeah, baby. <laughs> it means there's more to come. Absolutely. You hear me? So I just want to talk about this. We're going to end the year talking about finances because we're going to speak this thing into existence. And we're going to talk to this brother named William Palmer. Oh, my God. A real giant. Um, I'll let him introduce himself. Thank you, brother, for uh, sharing your Sunday with us. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, wow. Uh, a giant. I don't know. Thank you, though, for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is William Palmer, a.k.a. Soul Brother Number 9. <laughs> for those who see me on stage performing spoken word. Uh, when I was 17 years old, uh, I had just uh, arrived on the scene. Um, I, I like to start there because when we're talking about money, when I was nine years old, I had uh, my family moved us from the east side, real side into a neighborhood where we were just wealthy enough to be the poorest uh, family in the neighborhood. And so I went to school with wealthy uh, European Americans. And at nine years old, I said, that's what I want right there. <laughs> I want exactly what they have. And it wasn't their their skin. It was the way they moved in life. They had a they had a swag. And I didn't know that only their skin color you know this 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 social construct which we call white was why they moved like that uh i just wanted to move like that and i i learned my my moves from them and like he said when you don't have to look over your shoulder you can move better and you can sleep better and so by the time i was seven by the time i was 16 i had my own apartment and by the time i was 17 i was working in palm springs as a polo player getting ready to I was making four thousand dollars a month, and back in '88, that was grown man money, and I was getting ready to start making a million dollars. And so, uh, when I when I lost all of that because I was doing too much, uh, as teenagers do, 
uh, I, I, I made a desperate decision to rob someone who happened to be a Riverside police officer, uh, detective sergeant, and they threw me away into the penitentiary. And what's ironically about it is a 17-year-old white kid who shot his father in the head with a deer rifle went to YA and got out at 25, while I went to the penitentiary and got out at uh, 48. So when we talking about finances, the finances that my family lost compared to the finance that his family lost is 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 it's not even measurable. Uh, and 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 most men make their most money when they're actually married and having children because you have a, a different drive. So as you see, anybody on here who's married, they seem happier and they probably a little bit more wealthier because when you divorce her, all that's gone. Now, I'm just kidding. We're going to speak on it, brother. No, speak on it, brother. Don't I don't want to hear none of the women on, on the stage. But look, yeah, it's look, cheaper you to just keep said something, Well, you just said something like that. That whole, like, the reason, like, like economics is important to us as, as, as an organization, because you just spoke about, um, I think people don't really think about the whole economic, uh, 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 like, like peace that was taken away from our community, our families for generations by us spending a couple of just a couple of decades of like our most productive years away. Yeah, mm -hmm. go ahead, brother. And 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 and, 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 the, and the social engineers uh, they know that. So building prisons and putting this in there instead of lynching us or killing us goes back to the Willie Lynch letters where they tell you how to how to have productive slaves. He was like, hey, you let you killing too many of them. You're doing things wrong. You're working them to death. You need to do X, Y, and Z so that you can get the full value from your slaves. And that's what the so the whole society, 98% of the society are slaves, not just people who are social construct of black. And so uh, when I went into the into into incarceration, I couldn't even read or write. I was a dysfunctional, illiterate high school dropout. And I knew immediately that if I was going to prosper in life now with this record on me, I was going to have to have an education instead of just using my brain and, and my muscle in order to get rich. Uh, so I, I educated myself. Um, I got a, uh, my A degree in business. Um, I should I should have went on to BA or masters because oh, I had wait, enough time wait, 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 brother, 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 brother. Look, when that kind of stuff happens, we do this. <laughs> yes, and that's that's how I felt because I could feel my brain change when, when and and it wasn't because I wanted to be a worker for somebody. I knew stuff that I didn't know before, and now my my ability to make money enhanced. And so uh, I later enrolled in a, in an organization called the Five Ventures made the front cover of the San Francisco Chronicle because of a, a business idea that I pitched. And there again, money attracts money. I knew I needed to be around this. And so that's why I went. And then, you know, that was a highlight and many other things happened. But out of all my spiritual endeavors, like our, our evolution, uh, becoming Muslim, uh, being educated, um, you know, keeping my body fit, uh, keeping my mind sharp, being an artist, self-taught artist, all these things that I had evolved into, which I like to call myself a renaissance person, uh, there was still something missing. And that missing was love for myself. I love money. I love education. I love women, but I didn't love me. And when I finally learned to love me, I understood what marriage contracts were all about. That was an economic agreement between two tribes. You see her family and your family coming together and combining this contract. And that's why it's so important when we're shut out of certain marriages in society. 
when we see like in San Francisco, all these Asians marrying nothing but wealthy white men, that's not just a preference. That is a social economic move. They are aligning themselves with the power and the money. And so uh, when I understood that, I began to love myself more. And that's when I decided to, to, to write a petition to the courts for my freedom. And uh, we won and that opened up the doors for youth offenders to get out. And if I died the next day, I would have been completely satisfied uh, because that purpose in life superseded everything. Yes, this we brother, can celebrate that. This brother <laughs> right here, right this brother and That's his all. work, what he's been doing uh, through the course is a reason why y'all sitting there talking to me today. You understand? I'm lot. Youth offender yeah, law yeah. changed my whole life. Yes, yes, and uh, and 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 it it was it was an honor to 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 be put in that to that space. And so when I got out, my parole officer was so mad at me. He was so mad at me. He put me in jail three times. I literally I didn't do anything except live my best life after next. And so when I did that, I started life after next because I wanted to make sure as we got out, I wanted to make sure other people knew how to navigate this life. He couldn't send me back to prison, but he could try to, you know, uh, derail me. He could have got me frustrated. But that third time I got out, I went to his office and I said, you know what? Um, I love you because I forgot how I got out of prison. Not only did I love myself, but the very next day I decided to love myself. I decided to love everybody on the yard and all the people I was beefing with, the the, the staff, the correctional officers are uh, the prisoners. They turned themselves around, even if it was just slightly. They started treating me differently. And this was before the petition. This is just when I decided to love everybody and, and not have all that hurt and pain being projected every time somebody fouled me on the basketball court or looked at, you know, uh, funny or said something funny. We wanted that job, that PIA job that I never worked because I didn't want to uphold prison. But anyway, I told him that. And in a matter of months, he disappeared and he's no longer uh, a parole agent anymore. So not only do, do I say that, it's because the love for money has to be less than the love for yourself and for other human beings. Otherwise, the money is, is no good. And so after that, I got on the San Francisco Reentry Council because I knew it was an economic move. I had to make sure that they uh, made the necessary changes to allow us to come out. And um, the, the Black trans got $1,500 a month here in San Francisco. That fight was our fight first of formerly incarcerated people getting that money. But because we don't have economic power, because we don't vote together, we don't run together, we ain't unified, we ain't in a coalition, they got it and we didn't. And so now that uh, I get to that, and then I got on the Sheriff Department Oversight Board, because again, how we patrol our neighborhoods goes back to how I got into the penitentiaries, taking that wealth out. And so I, I oversee them as well. And then I started Studio 3 to the Third Power, which is my LLC, which is investing. I got with people in San Francisco and I said, I want to create an, uh, a program called Buy Black Back San Francisco. And hopefully once we get that down and start buying property in San Francisco as a black community, then we can transfer that to all the other gentrified uh, uh, communities that, that, that are suffering from the same situation. I got it. And then, and last but not least, uh, because uh, I, I was let go with all of us in LSPC uh, after I went through their uh, communication fellowship program, I didn't. I didn't go back. I didn't go work for nobody. That was about two, 
two and a half years, about two years of working for somebody in reentry. And I knew that I would never succeed working for somebody else because that's not who I am. And so that's when I that's when I started Life After Next and Studio Three to the Third Power, buy the property and then run the program out of the property that we buy. Uh, we're still in progress with, with that, but um, I was on. I, I applied for general assistance. They said I made forty dollars and eleven cents too much. Uh, I took unemployment. Uh, I, I transferred all my monies and, and, and holdings over to my LLC. So the next time a program like that I applied for. Uh, when they looked at my bank account, my personal bank account, it would have a goose egg. It would have no no ownership of anything. And then they would have to chip me off every dime that I can possibly squeeze out of the city and county of San Francisco, the state of California, the United States. Uh, so that was a, a move that I made uh, and, and, and paid all my bills and, and had all my earnings out of my LLC. And so after about a year of living like that, which was very tough, but it put me in rooms and places of people that I wouldn't have been in if I was working a nine to five or working for somebody else. It led me into the space of uh, being the editor in chief of San Francisco Baby newspaper, which now I've also been put in places that I've never been put in. And uh, two people that I've met so far, just so far, which is in the beginning stages, uh, they're getting ready to, to put me in contact with the governor of California so that I could buy uh, uh, a shutdown prison, one of the prisons that they're getting ready to shut down. We're getting ready to buy it and turn it into a small city where we can, anybody that's getting ready to pro, we're going to have a real uh, a pre-release program about a year out before you get out. We're going to turn that into a small city so that you know exactly how to live before you touch the streets. And so that's a project that I'm working on. Uh, I put some of the other projects to, to, the, to the side because once you really understand what your purpose in life, sometimes when we fail, we think that we did something wrong, but that failure is just a lesson so that we can proceed further past what we thought our limits were, what we thought our goal really was. And all the things that I have been working on so far and I was working to achieve, those failures actually propelled me into a larger space. And hopefully I'll be able to uh, own and, and operate a billion dollar operation here pretty soon. So that's me. That's 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 what I'm up to. And and and, and hopefully uh, when we do when 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 we publish our January paper, uh, I want to put on the front page um, a Black First Unity contract. And what Black First Unity contract is, we're gonna do away with all this BS, man. Black first means it don't matter if you're black trans because they they made a fuss at me because I told them, are you trans or are you black? Uh, Christian, Muslim, Jew, I, I don't care about all that. Uh, entrepreneur, uh, homeless, black, home, like no more attachments. Either you black or you not. And if we black, there's a unity that must come for that word alone. And then we'll make a contract with each other, how we treat each other, how we allow our foes and friends and, uh, to treat us and how we deal with that. So Kyrie's and Kanye's, whether you agree with them personally or not, you shouldn't be getting lynched and castrated and puppet like that. You know, if we were on the yard, you think somebody's going to step to one of our cars and be like, I'm going to take this nigga out and I don't care what you're talking about. They, we're going to be like, hold up. We're going to be like, hold up, you can't do that. You have to come talk to us first now, and then we'll take care of it. And if we don't, then it's, hey, it's up to you. That's the same type of mentality we got to have out here because every other community have a mob part of their community. And then they have the professional business politician in, in front face uh, uh, part of their community. We good at some of the mobbing, but we don't know how to organize that. And we kind of good at the front, the face 
of our community. But if we could bring those two together to where we have a mob element and we have uh, the face of our community, that's the only way we're going to move forward in this soon. So with that, uh, I pass the mic uh, to the next one up. Thank you, brother. Don't worry about it. Uh, I just want y'all to get a dose of that, though. Uh, some finance and some some power. <laughs> like I say, this brother's a giant. Like he, he, he very humble. But y'all, we mixing this stuff, y'all. So, oh my God, I just want to um, to be kind of just to some of the people that haven't been here for a minute. We haven't heard from them. Um, Eric. Eric, I see you there, and then we got, we got what I wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't believe this. It worked, y'all. I was on the phone for two hours with these brothers trying to get them on, and they got it. So whoa, I see you there. I see you. I'm about to unmute you right now. I want you to talk to the people, man. Tell us who you are. Uh, like, what's your current situation, man? Tell us. You know, I know you are a current returning citizen. I'm about to unmute you, man. And it's on you, y'all. This is this is the first time he here. Oh my God! Every time we have a meeting, he try to get on, he can't get on. Here he goes, Walter. Look, life is good, y'all. Who you are, brother? My name is Walter Ridley, right? Um, I'm a former incarcerated inmate from San Quentin Prison. I did 20 years up there, right? With Ricky Gaines, we did a lot. Of, we're good friends, and he, 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 he. he schooled me a little bit on how to get this zoom i went and got the phone hooked up rick so i was messing around with it. i thought i wasn't gonna get in but i'm in right but let me just tell you a little something i've been out almost eight months um i just got up from california's three strike law let me um so you can see my face right um there's some things that i'm doing now in my life that i never did before i'm surprising myself usually i'm back incarceration i'm back incarcerated after about three or four months right uh, i was an addict crack was my preferable uh drug of choice and um it ruined my life you know uh i talked to rick about this um i grew up in a dysfunctional family my mother was on drugs my father was on drugs sisters my brothers it was hard for me to get away from being incarcerated all my life i didn't know anything I didn't know no better. All I knew was to try to escape from a lot of pressures of growing up, you know, hearing my sisters getting beat up by pimps. Um, my mother walking the streets at night. And I'm, and I'm learning more as I talk to my sister, my brother, you know, she used to break in cars. She, and I'm talking about this was a woman that, I didn't really know. I just knew she'd come to my grandmother's house. They argue, but she was a person that opened her house up to everybody. And, you know, she's been, she passed away in 1985 of, uh, of uh, cancer. But um, I had a rough, <laughs> I had a rough life, man. I, you know, been incarcerated so much. I haven't even been on the streets a year in 40 years i got my c number in 1982 so when rick asked me to join me and talk about this i wanted to because i wanted to put my story out there maybe i could help some other people um not go the path that i went so right now updating everything i got out in march i was able to go to six months transitional housing 
I came to L.A., didn't really want to start off in L.A. There was some issues, but I wanted to get to uh, go to Oxnard. I went there, got a job at Goodwill Work. I came back in September. Six months was up. I didn't really want to stay out there. I came to L.A. Um, uh, I had to quit my job to come here because of the housing issue. Uh, I've been uh, in L.A. about two months um, looking for work a little bit here and there, not really. But it came to a, a point in my life to where I'm staying with my sisters and she's staying with a guy that he has to take care in a wheelchair. And I'm here. And then my sister just left and went to Atlanta. So I'm here. So I've been going through a lot of like, what to do? Do I stay here? Do I try to um, because it's challenging? You know, he's in a wheelchair. So I have to help in this area, that area. And it was really um, it was really a lot. And on top of that, there was other triggers that was around me, you know, and I had to uh, withstand a few things. Right. But I came out with flying colors. You know, a lot of people probably wrote me off or are tr trying to write me off like, "Ooh, how long is it going to take? Well, for me, it don't take long. I'd have already been locked up and incarcerated if I didn't use the tools that I learned in prison. I stop, think I process everything I do. When I stopped using crack cocaine and alcohol in prison in 2004, I vowed never to use it again. And when I got out, yeah, there was triggers. But when I stopped, that's what I meant. That was for life. And even though there's trials and tribulations out here right now, I'm good. You know, I want to live the rest of my life out here and I'm going to do that. Right. And I mean, <laughs> for me. It's, 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 it's mind blowing. Um, next week I should be getting another job at Goodwill. I was working at Goodwill in Oxnard. So I spent about two and a half months. I went, uh, last week. Well, I applied about almost two weeks ago, but I went and went to the corporate office. I did a drug test. They said it was clear. And, um, I'm hoping tomorrow I talk to them. I'm hoping to go down to the corporate office and get orientation and start. So, I mean, you know, this is something I want to do. I'm going to do because getting this job will help me with housing. I have to crawl before I walk. So, and, uh, right now I'm feel good. I'm doing all right. I'm going to go to work here so I can try to get this housing. There's some low cost housing, but they want me to have a job so I, they can prove that I'm sustaining, uh, so I could sustain rent with a job paying. I got enough. I saved some money. Man, I saved money. I got a bank account. Really? <laughs> hey, wait. Well, let me ask you a question. So, so, hey, y'all, I don't so normally do this. Forward. <laughs> hold wow. on. Hold on, bro. I don't yeah, normally yeah, do yeah. this. Uh, yeah. Some of us know you on this call, man. I know Jesse. I know a bunch wait. of y'all know me. Because oh, the on. clown, I just Watch talked to the clown. Yeah, yeah, clown said, clown said, hey, Walt, I'm, I'm, I'm on a Zoom call with Rick. I said, man, I'm trying to get on there. This technology is <laughs> messing me up. Hold up, hold up. I went to the room, right? So, 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, I got on. Hold on, though, because bro. I don't normally do this on the intro because we got a lot of people that's going to come. Yeah, all um, right. Tell them to go on, get in. No, no, no. But I want to ask you one question, and then we're going to pass it to the air. So, the yeah. question I want to ask you is, um, Walt, yes. is this, how, wait, wait, because I think I heard you say something. I'm going to ask yeah. you a two part question. Is sure. this the longest you've been on the street mm -hmm. in, 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 in a couple of decades? And then also, how long have you, like, what's the longest you've ever been on the street? And is this the longest? Like, can you, can you explain that to us? But put that in a little Listen, bit of context. Listen, man. Uh, I'm, uh, okay, look, I'm ashamed to say it. But um, in 1982, I uh, 
called a C number, right? And I still had that C number in 2022. So it's been like four decades and some, I haven't shipped a number, meaning that I haven't been out long enough to do parole, right? Right. I'm always back in three months, four months. Um, I think when I got out in 1985, it was six months. That was the longest I stayed out. Other than that, I was in quick because of my addiction. But hey, man, I learned some things now. So I'm using those tools. So now I'm going on. Wait a minute. I got out in March. Is it eight going on nine? Y'all help me count. I ain't really that good math, but um, I might be busting nine months pretty soon. Well, what <laughs> so, I'm saying, yeah. see, see. I'm ecstatic. What you want to yeah, know, Greg? How I'm do I feel about that? Mark. No, no, no. No more. You good. Right. I mean, uh, uh, well, you good. You good, bro. I just want to give give context to what's happening here. Like, like this is some new transition for a lot of people. And yes. so, Walt, so, so one of the things that's different between the context of me and Walt, we done life sentences, but his was for three strikes. Mine was for a violent crime. So, right. so there's a different level of, 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 of returning citizen, a different level of people that's inside uh, prison that's doing time. So right. I just want y'all to have this context. That's all. And we'll explain it more well, later, Walt. Don't worry well, about from it. Well, from the three-strike perspective, look, I mean, I got too much time for the crime, but that's neither here nor there. I violated the laws. You know what I mean? So, you know, you have to pay the cost. But here's the thing. When you've been doing crime all your life and been an addict, right? And at some point, getting that 40 to life and doing 24 years on it, look, I can't see myself doing anything wrong to go back. Look, last night, quick, before y'all go, I met a young lady on Facebook, white lady, 63 years old, right? School teacher, right? Blah, blah, blah. I go by the LA airport, meet her. We help me with some unemployment stuff. Woo, woo, woo. Come to find out she's an addict, right? I have to remove myself. So there's things and triggers, things that I learned in prison. When you <coughs> run into certain situations, you remove yourself. So keep you know, we clapping. Keep I don't know if you can hear us, and brother, keep but moving. we clapping over huh? here, man. We yeah, clapping and like... And you keep moving. Yeah, yeah. hey, but look. She called me the other day, telling me I'm in San Pedro, I've got a room. She said, you, you want to come? And I thought about it, I said, well, you know, I'm kind of lonely, but then I thought about it. Hmm. Now, what would I look like riding out there? Because I got to go out here for work next week and going out there, meeting this woman, knowing what she's about, right? And getting caught up. I said, I think not. It never entered my mind. Thank you, bro. You leave, you leave you. toxic people alone. Thank you, bro. And, and then that's that. Yeah. And you move. So look, y'all, that's Walt right there. Y'all gonna hear more from him. Uh, but I just want y'all get get a little taste of Walt. Like Walt said, he met a lady on Facebook. <laughs> she right. went, to, he went to the airport to meet her. Like, y'all, yeah, y'all, we can't make this stuff up. So look, so uh Eric, man, and we haven't seen you in a while. And I'm sorry, y'all, for waiting, but I, but I promise y'all going to get y'all time, and we want to hear from you because all of y'all got something valuable to uh, share with us. But, Eric, uh, you can tap in. Eric, uh, when you get done, can you pass it to Tank? Because Tank is a, another one of our recent returning citizens, and I'm quite sure he got something to talk to us about. Um, but, Eric, you're up, brother. Hey, well, good, good, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Eric Muhammad. Uh, I'm also as a returning citizen. I did 20 years, 7 months, and 26 days. From the time I was uh, 20 years old to uh, 40. And uh, what I've been up to uh, since the last time I've been 
with this group, which I also want to say I thank the group. I learned a lot from the group as I have so far. Um, what I've been doing is just going to work, uh, as the brother said, turning my earned income into passive income, uh, starting a podcast, EJMX uh, TV. So I want to have a podcast to, to address just a lot of the things that wait, we all... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We got we to gotta clap it up right there. We got to clap it up. Yes. Okay. There you go, brother. Go ahead. Yes, sir. And so, uh, you know, real quick, I just want to share that, um, again, I've been out since 2008. I haven't returned, um, have no desire to return. I've been working since I've been out, uh, been learning a lot, uh, growing a lot. Because my journey while I was inside was solely to get outside. And once I got out, I had to realize that, you know, it's not over when you come home. That's when it just starts. So over the last couple of years, uh, well, let me go back. 2019, I had a motorcycle accident. So that uh, hindered my ability to earn money because I had a, broke my leg. And so after that, I went to truck driving school. Graduated from truck driving school, got my CDL. So I'm in the trucking industry right now. And I also want to talk about that on the podcast, just how you recover from setbacks or as the brother said, when one door closes, how do you know what window opens up? Because a failure is not a failure. It's just an opportunity to be more successful in another area. And, um, you know, whatever contribution I may be able to give through my testimony, I'm wholeheartedly willing to share that. But um, I'm not going to be too long, but I, I will share this because this is something that I realized within myself over the last couple of weeks. I can think my way up out of any situation. If I truly pray on it, meditate on it, analyze it, study the situation and apply what I know, I can think my way out of any situation or think my way into a positive, progressive situation which we are right now, because life is about decisions. You either make a good decision or a bad decision. And I just want to, before I pass it to the next brother, I want to also thank the brother for throwing out that alley-oop, rich dad, poor dad. That was one of my best reads in prison. He also has a series of books. He has a series of books. So I recommend that author. And take your time. Everybody coming home, welcome home. For the brother that we just, uh, from L.A., I had to do the same thing. I had to go to L.A., get my life together, start my life. And sometimes that's what it takes to remove yourself from a comfort zone, make yourself uncomfortable to get comfortable. So with that being said, I'll pass it to the next uh, speaker. I forgot his name. Who you wanted me to pass it to? I got him, bro. Tank, Tank, you up? Now, Tank, now wait a minute. I got you on mute. So, Tank, so... And I'm going to mute you, Eric, but no, um, I'm going to keep you on mute because you've been, uh, I haven't heard no background noise. The reason why I'm muting y'all because um, when somebody's talking, like the camera's on them and I want to make sure we get them, they just do. So uh, we have background noise, the camera switches. But thank y'all. Oh, my God. Returning citizens community, please help me. We got brothers coming home and they need some assistance. And y'all here is so helpful, y'all. Come on, y'all are so helpful. Just being here. Is to support the community that we're building. Let these brothers and these sisters know that we support them. We don't want them going back. We don't want Walt getting in the car with that lady. Most of people's uh, um, um, substance abuse problems happen from relationships. The man got the woman that's using that, you know, she dun, 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 dun blew the smoke in my face and all of a sudden, hmm, now I want it. 
I never used crack before, but that's the reason why I never used it, because I heard about these stories. Or the, or the man trying to get the woman. You know, he didn't entice her to come over here and use this stuff. All of a sudden, bam, man. We, we have a good brother that, man, this happened to him recently. Man, our heart is, like, it's a, it's a hole in our heart right now. Until this brother get healed, you know? So, yeah, uh, just let the brothers know. We support you, Tank. We know you fresh out. Uh, they dropped the brother down in L.A. Um, all of his resources were designed for, uh, to be up north, up here in the Bay Area. He spent, you know, a couple of decades in there. Uh, he going to tell a story, but I just want you all to know, like, we're talking to people who are, like, some of us is doing pretty well. You know, we're grateful and we're blessed, right? But some of us are still struggling because we're just getting started. Right, if you talk to me four, three and a half, four years ago, you know, I wonder what my story would have been, <laughs> you know. But yeah, so let's go to Tank. Tank, talk to us, brother. Uh, 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 try to explain who you are, uh, how old you are, how long was you in prison, like what's going on now. Um, you've been out a few weeks. I'm gonna unmute you right now, brother. All right, Tank, you up? All right. My name is uh, Shaka, but uh, people know me as Tank. You know, uh, I've been out for three weeks now. Um, like uh, Brother Rick said, you know, um, I had uh, job offers, uh, all my uh, uh, support, like far as translational housing and all that, was interrupted, and uh, and I was sent to L.A. So when I got to LA, I basically had no resources, no, no, uh, um, no job offers, nothing, and, you know, uh, my housing got changed. So I had no family support. Uh, so basically I, I've been just winging it. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been trying, trying to take care of, uh, like the necessary documents, you know, saying, make sure I got my, uh, ID, California ID, um, make sure I had government relief. Uh, and, uh, just like Walt said, uh, you know, I just encountered the same kind of temptation today, right? I, I went to go eat. <laughs> and as I was out there going to eat, <laughs> right. Uh, I'm standing in the line and a guy says, he says, uh, uh, are you, uh, you fresh out. You uh, can you buy this? Uh, and I'm like, look, man, I ain't got no money right now. You know, he's like, oh, oh you know what? You can go up the street with me. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, he tried to hand me a bottle of, of gin, and and uh, and I'm like, nah, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a meeting to get to. <laughs> so uh, you know, temptation is all around us. So I gotta, I want to commend uh, Walt. Uh, cause I know the brother Walt and, uh, I know we were talking about this before he left, uh, about these kind of struggles and temptations and stuff. So we walked the yard a lot before he left. Um, but, uh, as far as the, uh, other, I did, uh, 20, uh, 26 years. And, uh, while I was in there, I, I, uh, I was fairly, uh, good at, at uh, um, going to school. I went to school, college, went to Mount Tam. Um, I took several uh, employment classes, had uh, 22 certifications in various uh, trades. Uh, so I felt like I was going to be prepared. And uh, it was uh, it was awakening um, 
far as the technology out here, man. <laughs> Catching up with the phone, trying to um, do all these uh, interviews and um, Zoom calls, and um, on top of on top of uh, worrying about financial uh, problems. You know what I'm saying? So uh, in doing that, though, I've been uh, I've been surviving. Though I've been winging it, I've been making it. Uh, the brother Rick worked with me today to get me on. And uh, like Walt, I finally figured it out, and I, I made it here. I made it a little late, but I made it. Um, so, any questions? No, thank you, brother. Uh, we're gonna save our questions because we want to um, get everybody through. I just want you to uh, be able to talk to the group and let the group know, like what uh, what you're dealing with, and like these are real issues. Um, now, let's see here because I'm trying to make sure that we talk to the people. Um, let me just. Let me let me introduce Mario because we had uh, we had like this verbal agreement going on between uh, Game Changers and Returning Citizens Association. Well, we're gonna work together, and uh, I think it's gonna be awesome, y'all. Um, and we hope to make more agreements, more partnership agreements, more ways to just just continue to uh, build this community that we're talking about. So, Mario, can you uh, introduce yourself and talk to us a little bit, brother? You hear me? Yes. Hey, hey, great. My name's Mario. Um, Mario B is what they call me. I'm a, a fashion producer, celebrity stylist, and all the the the, the celebrity stylist stuff. But I'm also an activist at heart uh, about re-entry and um, breaking the vicious cycle. Um, breaking the vicious cycle of um, not having to go back to prison and... Um, and just changing your narratives and just changing the way that you see things and how you view things. Um, and, and, and a lot of good things were said to today. And uh, I'm really, really overwhelmed with some of the stories that I just heard uh, to Tank and all of them. And um, my heart is right there with you guys, especially for me having 20 years of sobriety and being clean and sober 20 years, 25 years, excuse me. Um, and just it's just maintaining and uh, Mario, can we clean. do this? Can we do this, uh, though? Because I remember last time you say that, you just like, we just kept going. But, but can we do this, bro? Ooh, ooh, ooh. That is what right. we call. <laughs> thank ooh. you, thank you. Okay. And, and, and so, and so, and so, what I what I say to people and what I've said, you know, when you've been to prison, you know, every day we have a consistent program that we do every day, you know, and one of the things that we know at count time we got to be there for uh, schooling workers at eight. Nine, some of those things that we picked up in prison, you kind of use those same tools out here in the real world and you stay grounded and stay focused on your everyday program. And you don't go off your square and you don't go out of bounds. You don't go to certain places. You kind of stay on your same square because that's how it is out here in the real world uh, when you're focused and you stay focused. Um, and I know there's a lot of uh, distractions um, but you have to stay on your square every day. And I say this to people, those are some 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 disciplines that we learned in there. And that stuff really works even out here when you apply it to your everyday life. Um, but of course, um, for me, uh, our game changer, um, I met Ricky and um, he was, I met Ricky at a place where I was with the lifer uh, who'd been down for 41 years. And uh, I've been by his side for 20 years. And he also got transferred to L.A. Um, and he was able to come up here for a weekend 
and he came to this re-entry program, and I came here to meet him there because uh, he finally got a chance to come up to the Bay Area, um, and that's how I met Ricky and uh, the, re the, the 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 retired citizens, right? <laughs> um, and so we just opened up a space in San Francisco, and ours is called Spears Community Impact. And what we're about is re-entry of creating a platform for brothers and sisters who, who may have been incarcerated, but also it's not about you getting a job, it's finding out what your skill set is. So, for example, you might have a good trade, you might know how to just cut hair or be a great barber. How do we translate that? into starting you to open up your own business. Well, you was explaining what Game Changers is, and um, only thing jumped out at me is I'm I'm writing down entrepreneurship development. That's what you're saying, but 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 right. you got garbled up, so I want uh, uh, I want okay. our audience to know what you're talking like about. Like Lil Ray Ray and them coming home. <laughs> well, Lil Ray Ray is just a, a figure of speech that I, I kind of say because everybody knows that sometimes we come home and we may have been in prison on that vicious cycle. We may not have the skills or we may not have the education or we may not have the PhD. We may not have all those type of things, but we are all got some great skills and we got some great talent. So how do we translate that into an entrepreneurship where we can start having our own businesses and being uh, men of women of color and being productive in our society with running our own businesses. So that's what we're there for, is to help people shape and get their own business started. Um, coming through and meeting them where they at. Um, it doesn't matter, like I said, what you've been to, how can we serve you and meet your best needs? Um, the other part is um, also developing um, with the recovery process. Um, I speak a lot about from recovery and just being able to dig deep and make changes because sometimes we got years of stuff on top of stuff and we really haven't been able to sort through a lot of baggage and a lot of stuff that we've been through so we create a platform where we could actually talk about some of those real issues we could talk about uh men uh attractions for women and and uh of them uh, a lot of men don't like to admit that they may be a trick or a mark or a sucker or whatever so we want to talk about some of that real stuff and keep that stuff real so people can grow from that and not continue to make those same mistakes. And a lot of people don't know how to get real about some of that stuff. So we want to make sure that we get real about these issues so we can grow from them. And that's just some topics of the conversations. And we just kind of go deep in and just get real about the abusive relationships, about being uh, in those toxic relationships, about being codependent about all those type of things. We want to address those issues so we could heal. Um, and that's what the Game Changer is about. And so we have groups on Tuesday, I mean, excuse me, on Thursdays at 11 a.m. And then we do another one at 2, 11 a.m. to 12.30, and then one at 2 to like 4 or 4.30. And so our, 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 our building relationship with return of citizens uh, we want to be able to merge and see if if how we can grow and how we can reach funding and how we can develop our programs that meets the needs of the community. Because our topic is finance, and it's it's so amazing that you guys are doing this entrepreneur development. I mean, amongst a lot of stuff. But what jumps out at me is entrepreneurship because 
our, our, our mission is to increase the economic you know, opportunities for returning citizens. And uh, William, Par Palmer, William Palmer mentioned something about this, this, this organization called The Five Ventures, right? So, so this, is a, or, this is an entrepreneurial uh, program that's, that's designed to help incarcerated people like get involved in business, create a program, and pitch it. Right, he said he he like I got into this program in uh, San Quentin. It's called the Last Mile. I didn't make it because I had a social business. My business was helping people get GEDs. That don't make no money. <laughs> they didn't pick me. I didn't have an app, you know. But my heart is what is my heart is into this stuff, right? Even if I don't make money, I've been spending my own money. But but our idea is about finance, or our, our topic is about finance because we know it's a it's it's income and resources. It's funds available for some of the social stuff that we do. We understand that. It's right. like the whole idea of, of, of you guys already talking about helping people, you know, do that kind of stuff. And um, I show in, in our other camera here, I don't know if you guys can see it, but uh, I'll, I'll do this one. Turn this one down. So everybody can see. I just want everybody to see here, though, right? Uh, we're talking about entrepreneurship, right? And those are all entrepreneurs. Uh, these are all products that we created um, ourselves. Uh, me and my wife created this company, but these are other people's. Uh, uh, about three or four people have written these books, but our company published it, and the rest that I've written, right? But this is the idea of what I'm saying when we talk about economic and um, 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 like entrepreneurship. We're saying, look, we know how to do this. We just want to learn how to do it better. And the brothers uh, talked about it first when he came on, talk about uh, all this finances. Where he at? Where he, uh, Dunzel talk about all this finances and stuff, right? Uh, man, so that's what I'm we're right doing. here, man. Here I go. There you go. Yeah. So, so after we get on our intros, I mean, what time is it, y'all? It's five twelve. So we still got time. So let's go to Nina because Nina's sick. Nina got COVID. Um, but our topic is finance for a reason, and we this is only part one. We're going to come back. Y'all didn't know what the topic was, so next week, y'all going to have some more information because y'all going to go do your homework. You're going to come here talking about, you know, why we talk. I mean, um, like, what's your expertise in this uh, topic we're talking about? Nina, uh, we hope you get better, but yeah, come on, check in so you can go ahead and lay Thank it down. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. Oh, my God. This shit ain't no joke. This is my first time. First of all, hi, everybody. I'm Nina Clark. Um, I'm from Oakland, California. I work with Ricky. He's my co-worker. And, you know, he came with the ideal of this wonderful ideal. And I was all in. I was like, say less. I'll do that. But I've been working in the city um, over 20 plus years in the field. I, and I used to work at the parole office um, during the PAC meetings in San Francisco for a long time. So I knew all the POs and everything. And that was a good experience for me. Uh, it was called, it was through the program called Basin. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Basin, but it was through Basin Bay Area Network Services. So I worked that for a few years and um, yeah, it was a good experience for me. So I've been working in the city a long time. Um, so yeah, I uh, caught COVID. I got tested positive for COVID today. So it's a woman down right now, but I said I have to come on here to get my energy. This is my energy for this meeting. I swear I get so motivated and I just want to give a shout out to 
William Palmer. Do you know how long I've been reading the Bayview? Oh my God. And wonder who was behind it. I love that magazine. I love it. I love that newspaper. I love it. I love it. I love it. So it's good to uh, 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 see a face to the, behind um, the Bayview. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's me. Thank you, Donna. We hope you feel better. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I think I'm going to stay on here. I'm going I'm to just listen, but I ain't going to say too much. I'm going to just listen. Good. I hope you can get some energy because we've been... Um, Man, it's already been good. But let me say, y'all, look. So we got, uh, we got Malik, uh, we got Malik, we got Kurt, we got Denise, we got Chop Chop, we got Ramona, we got Jesse left. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Denise and then Denise. Um, so we got, I'll tell you who left Denise, so that way you can pick them. We got Malik, we got Kurt, we got Chop Chop, we got Jesse, we got Ramon. I kind of wanted Ramon to, um, to go after you, Denise, but you can pick whoever you want, right? Okay, I'll, I'll pick Ramon. Hi, everyone. I'm not going to be too long. Um, my name is Denise Coleman. Um, I live in Fairfield. Um, right now, because of coming to this group, I wait, started... Wait, wait, wait. First, can we just clap it up for Denise? Thank you, Denise. Denise came on, y'all. She's been so consistent. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Denise. And she needed a so group, man. You know, sometimes we one. grow past the part of um, I'm, I'm too advance in my sobriety to go to NA meetings because I get triggered at NA meetings and mental health. You know, I work in mental health now, so I get tired of going to mental health meetings. So this is like a great balance um, since I'm trying to do other stuff in my life. I work in mental health. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a mental health diagnosis. You know, I'm quick to snap, so I have to keep my circle small because um, I'm not trying to go back to jail. Um, jail is not for me. I'm one of those people. So that's why it's important to me to finish this process to get my um, felonies expunged. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, every day I go to work, you know, they be waiting for me to mess up at work, you know, because, you know, Solano County, they don't let many felons actually work for that county. So this is like a trial for them. So I can't mess it up. I sit on the drug board for Solano County and also am on the middle health advisory board, which is the board that when they make changes in our county, it comes to our board first, then it goes to the board of supervisors. And then from the board of supervisors, it goes to the state. So it's, it's a pretty important board. We've been making a lot of changes in this county. Um, I just finally got my business going. I've been doing my business for years without under the table. And so I finally found, I finally got a business license. I don't know what to do now though. I'm like, okay, I got a business license. I have to admit, San Francisco has a great opportunity for when you go in there to get your business license. They have a little office that help you walk you through the whole process. The fictitious name, everything. And I'm like, what? You don't have this out in Fairfield, <laughs> you know? You know, because I've walked in there many a times trying to get it done and I just couldn't do it. So um, San Francisco, that's definitely a plus for the city um, to just be able to go in there and go sit and wait for them to walk you through the whole process of getting your business license. Then they take you over. You got to have the money and stuff, you know, to do everything else, for you know, everything. They do everything right there. Um, but now that I got this license, I don't know what to do with it. And I don't know how to make no money. Um, so I'm trying to turn, like he said, my earned income into passive income. And I've been doing a lot of investments. I've made some money. I'm not going to lie. I've made some money doing, um, but I lost a lot of money too, um, because you know I, I I do a lot of crypto, um, 
And this is probably the first two years I've been doing my own investments with crypto and stock. I've been playing around with it because I'm tired of other people losing my money. Um, so I'm just, but one thing I have learned, if people move together buying the same crypto and you keep pushing the price up and you move as a team, the price keeps going up, especially if you buy low. That is what one thing I have learned. But I want to learn more. I'm glad you guys are having this because I don't know how to do a dang budget. Um, I'm just going to keep it 100. Um, I eat out too much. I just got some bad habits. And so it's really nice to hear you guys talk about um, this business stuff because now I'm trying to do a Shopify and do all this stuff that I have no knowledge of how to do. Um, that's it. Thanks. Denise, I'm right with you. I'm a bad money manager, bad money manager. So I'm glad we having this conversation. That's right. That's real. See, we Thanks. Started with this conversation. No, 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 thank you so much, Denise. It, it is Ram just, Ramon. Yeah, Ramon. Yep, I'm, I'm getting him set up right now. Ramon coming here bearing gifts, and you know I'm finna put him on blast. He talking about no, let's don't do it. Yeah, yeah, right. Look at here, y'all. Booyah! Returning Citizen Association. But guess what? I I haven't even seen it. He said, "Look, you haven't even seen it yet." Hey, man, I just want y'all to wow, know. Wow, that's nice. These mm -hmm. things are coming out of the purity of people's heart. Let me try to see what I can see so I can see what I'm showing. So here we go. That thing is so, this is us at the round table. Ain't no big eyes, no little U's here. You come in here, all we ask is that you stick to the script here. Like, we're doing something positive over here. We ain't trying to be the, you know, we ain't trying to be the big dogs over here. You know, we left that stuff out there on the street. But, but look what the brother said. What this say? Tell me what that say, y'all. Fuck the G code. No, the penal. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what it says? Wait, what does it say? Does it say fuck the G code? No, the penal code? We need to know our constitution. You're right about that. Did you see that? Y'all see we need that? need to know laws. I love that. Because you know what? If it wasn't for men doing their own appeals in jail, because the lawyers kind of leave us there sometimes. You know, my father would have never smoked. I just said, fuck the G code. Yeah. I said, look, okay. Oh my God. Look at here. Hoodie, y'all. We in. Look at this. Oh, I like that sweater. That's tight. Look at this. I didn't even see this yet, yo. <laughs> look at this. That's look at dope, Ramon. That's dope. I definitely want to order one of those. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I like that sweater. I'm a sweater person, too. So, how much is this worth, y'all? To the whole community, how much is this worth? Actually, we Said at, about, least, at least 25 at least oh. you know about 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 just that's something that i do i thought 35 you have to go for at least 50 dollars you have to look at 25 20 25 for the hoodie oh, and no. then you need the materials to put on it if you feel this thing this thing thick this thing about like I couldn't get this for no less than forty bucks right here, cause cause the t-shirt gonna be twenty five, yeah. right? So I mean, I, like this is a hoodie right here. I mean, we are gonna have good prices, but like I swear, man, look if at you, this though, y'all. Yeah, if, if you this. if you give it to me free to wear, it's worth millions in the long run. There it is. There you hear me, man. We hey now, I learned that too. We <laughs> advertisement, right? We definitely get the right person to wear and make sure. a video. <laughs> yeah. But what our goal is like this: what we talking about? We are talking about uh, finance. So, so this is this is this goes goes to like us. Uh, so, in finance, to to create income, 
you got to be working, you got to have a product or service, right? So we, we are good at creating products and good at creating services. Now we got to create, uh, be a good at creating sales. So with that, I'm just going to pass it wrong. I want to say thank you to him. I want to just put him on blast a little bit about his love for Returning Citizen Association. My God, um, it goes on and on and on, and let's go. You up, brother. Thank you. Uh, how's everybody doing? Glad everybody chimed in again. Appreciate y'all just as much. Um, with the subject being on finances today, uh, I ain't no financial genius or nothing like that, so I don't really, uh, like the first brother that went on, like how he's telling you about uh, just kind of like knowing what you're doing when they come to finances and just knowing where they're giving away money at because, you know, politics uh, really ain't nothing. It has nothing to do with except the distribution of money, where the money's going. So when he telling y'all, like, uh, you got to be in on this, you got to be in on that, that's true. Uh, the other place that you could check and always try to get in on, on where they're giving money out is at planning commission meetings. For whatever city you're in or, 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 or you know, a place where you reside, they always divide money up in there, too. But a lot of, a lot of us, we don't go to planning commission meetings because, first of all, we don't know. So always think about those things too. Now, um, like I said again, I, I don't really got a lot of information on finance. I was listening to the brother and was appreciate what he was saying because what he was offering. Because like I said, I ain't no genius. Um, I'm a first generation homeowner in, in my family, so I learned, you know, through the hard way. But I, I have learned about credit and things like that. But I would say my 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 best uh, financial contrib contribution would be that I'm just not stupid with my money. Like, I'm not going to spend it on foolishness. And I am pretty good at saving it, but what I would like to get better at is investing. Like the brother was saying, putting something over here. Um, I've been looking at S&Ps and this, that, and the other. And something that grow your money a little faster than like just sitting it in the bank where the bank is profiting more off your money than you are. Um, just different little things, and then like, like, like the shirts and all that too. Um, just little side stuff that I do, you know. Um, other than that, but yeah, I don't really got a lot on finance. Like I say, I I'm just a bull about saving it and not and not spending it foolishly. And so yeah, that's, that's all I got for y'all. Okay, thank you, brother. Uh, so who else next? We got Malik. Then we got Jesse and Chop Chop and, and, and my brother Kurt. Who want to go first? Uh, you guys, I'll go ahead. Unmute yourself. I'll go. I'll go. Go ahead, Jesse. All right, my name is Jesse. I've been out 20 months now. I'm loving life. I'm in L.A. County. And like I put in the text earlier, anybody that's down here in L.A. County, if you could get down to to Homeboy Industry on 130 Bruno Street. You can get you something for a free ID card. You can get you something that set you up for a grant. When I came home, they gave me like, I think it was a $750 every other week, tax-free. And I went to work, you know, 
the same month when I came home doing electronic recycling. And when I came home, like y'all talk about financial literacy, they gave me a credit repair company. So I have all the technology in my laptop to do credit repair. And my thing is, since I've been in prison so long, I get stuck on trying to figure out why the laws work to get the stuff removed. Like you can get stuff removed for HIPAA violation. Say you you go, you have a baby or you break something, you go to the emergency room, the emergency room sends it to the debt collector because you don't have the $50,000, $75,000. That's why you went to the emergency room and, the, and they send it to the bill collector. There's some laws that once you, the bill collector get it, it violates the, uh, the privacy laws between the doctor and you. So there's technology. I have it in my laptop. I just haven't used it. I used it like 20 times since I've been home. But I have the whole company to do credit repair. All I have to do is sit down and learn it instead of trying to figure out why it works. They gave it to me. I had unlimited access. When I came home, I had like a million, a million times I could hit go. And that would be like $50 every month, $350 every month. You know, depending on whether it's a bankruptcy, whether it's a lien. But I have all that in my laptop right now. And it's just sitting there. I'm going to learn it. Well, let though. me tell you this. This is only part one. We're going to do, I think we're going to do three parts of this because we want to uh, begin the new year with our whole new uh, season. So, yeah, so you can dig it out, brother, because we're going to be talking about finances for three weeks, two weeks after this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am Tan Chop Chop. I've just done 29 years. I checked it out last year. And last week, me and, and uh, Jesse, we talked about, uh, we thought to put a little bit money to invest how to create a t-shirt. Yeah. But for beginning, when we, we have products, so we have the money to how to, uh, to, to the financial from beginning. So... All right, and um, a reason why Chop Chop talking about these shirts because we're talking about creating a, a returning citizen association Zen Garden. Zen Garden, and, yeah. And um, I believe that we're going to create the first one in San Francisco because we have a few connections there. Um, I was mm -hmm. able to get an address um, there last week, so now we have an address to um, in San Francisco. So one thing about uh, finance and stuff like that, it's about like like my boy said uh, in the beginning, having our shit together. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and in corporate terms, that means having your documents together, right? You know, you got to be document ready to be able to do some kind of work that's legitimate, you know? So yeah. um, one thing about us is that we don't play games, though. We don't play games. I don't play games. But why I want to, today we talk to our committee, you put forward, get do the action. I want to, 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 to give back committee. Thank you, brother. You know, connect with nature. Uh, put my hand with dirty soil. Yes, sir. And you know that our organization to teach the people life skill, create a job. And also, I told you last week we talk about create a garden, teach about people how to create a flower. We can sell that. We might fundraise you. And we hope the elders, our community, when they can do the job, we chop the gap, we trim the tree. We hope our community, that's my desire, I want to do. 
you know, I, I create a job when incarceration in, in come out, we don't want to return back in there. Yeah. And also my vision, I want to go back to help to Pilagambe, Changqing, Solano, create their own garden, we create own vocational for people training. And when they get out, when they done their program with that, we give them the job. You know, yeah. I'm like, sure they don't go back in there. Thank you, brother. Every little bit helps, man. Thank you, brother. Once again, you guys know me, uh, Mac Malik, a writer, director, actor, um, uh, entrepreneur, shop owner, business owner. Um, I write. And also, I did read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad a long years ago when I was working at Cigna, the large diversified financial institution in the U.S. They're the ones that put the football game on, if you guys didn't know. Uh, also, I work with Equitable as a young man. I've done a lot of things. I was also the number one salesman for Radio Shack back in those days of the whole Bay Area. And now I work for myself. I don't work for anybody. I write my own paycheck. Actually, I wrote a script called um, Write Your Own Paycheck uh, for Harvard University. And um, um, I think it was a law professor, um, Weinstein, said, wow, I'm giving him this guy. Hey, great writer. Also, I wrote 5013Cs, too. But I don't write them now. I don't do anything now. But um, work my shop here with my wife, who was my um, who was my who was my manager. <laughs> Who is my is my 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 vice president? I'm the president. She's the vice president. Okay, she's just like me. It's no it's no big eyes and little use in this deal. My wife own, uh, has her own nonprofit organization, a mother's cry. Also, um, I'm working with her. That was giving a luncheon right here. Um, God has been blessing us. We just came from church today, earlier today. The pastor and stuff. They've been like everybody's been so supportive of us. God has been so good to us. And um, we're just in here working with a young lady customer and a young man, a young man taking care of his daughter. I mean, these are great things that I see. You know what I'm saying? These are blessings that God sends me. You see what I'm saying? And this is what I, I'm, I'm so touched emotionally, touched by it, right? But um, like I said, Rick, you guys got so much stuff going on. Hey, uh, those guy, the guy was talking about the, um, was that an AB209 about that um, business thing, I think? Was it AB209? You see, I've been writing, boy. <laughs> that dream thing. And um, also, you yeah. see? <laughs> I like, I like to, you know, I like to do that. You know, I like to pay myself and I don't really like begging anybody. I like to work. I still have the health of 67 years old. You know, you know, I've been a gymnast and everything else, fitness expert, you know, somewhat. So the point is right now, what I'm trying to do is just um, run my business and be good to God and let God be good to me and order my footsteps. And my wife is here helping the young lady here. And um, she's doing some work running around here doing stuff. She called me over here to the calculator to the address sheet over here. So, you know, me. Yeah. Tell us, um, tell us one thing, like what day is that a Mother's, mother's Cry Luncheon? And get the Mother's Cry Luncheon, I got you, I got you. Mother's Cry Luncheon is December the 17th. Uh, what time is it, baby, in the daytime? Uh, after one o'clock. Um, it's located at 1624 Fairgrounds Drive. We're right here at Suite C and D. That's Vallejo, California, 94589. Also, I was a disc jockey, too, for the radio. You can kind of, like, tell a little bit. But, like I said, this is it right here. She's, she's handing me papers. we got it going on here. Rick, you got one of these. Didn't, didn't I already share these things with you guys? Yes, I got one. Come on, bro. Got one Come on, bro. Okay. I just wanted you to yeah. share it. I wanted to hear okay. it from your okay. mouth. Okay, for that. Your mouth. Okay. Give me a pen. And I love that yeah, shirt yeah, you yeah, have yeah, on, yeah. Malik. And this is, our, this is a, a style that I hooked up with somebody. I'm getting ready to buy this from them. Uh, this is uh, Culture. It's called Coach. I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy this thing from them, and I'm gonna start carrying it in the store. I love um, that. Yeah. What's up, y'all? What's up, Cuddy? Um, I'm Ricky Cousin. Um, I'm on here in Sacramento. 
Um, I do a little work with um, I Am SAC organization. Um, it's an organization by uh, Stefan Clark's brother. He was killed by um, Sacramento um, Police Department um, four years ago. Um, other than that, I do um, I work as a property manager and an insurance agent. And uh, I'm here to support my cousin. He hit me um, when he was doing this. So definitely be doing something positive. I'm on for the ride. I did a little time in YA, four years in YA, um, no prison time. But I'm here basically for education and um, just to see how um, life is for young soldiers that was um, incarcerated and uh, just getting myself educated from some of you guys as I'm experienced so I can help these youth. Um, I'm trying to keep them off the street and trying to keep them before they even go into jail. But definitely I'm in support of people that's out of jail and then trying to promote our community. Um, especially our black community, just trying to promote and um, fight our different ways. That's why I'm so intrigued with young tank. Um, I'm just hoping that he'll always reach out um, if he needs any kind of assistance from anybody and don't just get um, tricked into any of that um, temptation that's out there. Always pick up the phone and you definitely can have my number, bro. And I'm sure you got, I'm sure you got Rick's number, but um, call somebody if somebody just trying to get you in a situation and then reach out to your outreaches out there while you're in LA off, off your main turf in the Bay area, just reach out to some of the churches if you need like supplies and do work, go to the pastor and be like, you know, I can do this, I can do that. But definitely, um, just try to reach out to people. Kirk. What's up, bro? Oh, we love you, brother. Hold on, watch this, watch this, y'all. Returning Citizen Association. Did y'all just hear that, man? I just told you that. I said it. I said it, brother. We, we want to let you know, man, that we support you, all of you, not just you, Tank. Walt, you too, brother, and all of you recent returning citizens, man, and even the people who haven't been in. Like, reach out. This is going to be your community, man. You can call us. You can text us. Like I said, I spent hours. I'm supposed to be prepping for this meeting, but I'm trying to help these brothers get connected to this source of support. Like the, like my cousin just said, man, call somebody. Call me, man. <laughs> Thank you, cousin. Here. I got you, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. Love you, man. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. No, I'm just telling, um, yeah, because Tank, you just been on my heart these last couple of weeks. I had told Rick even last week to reach out to you because um, just something had me thinking about you, bro. I know the devil probably been messing with you. So um, just don't let them just don't let them get back in your life. You know what I mean? Just keep doing positive. I can see some good in you. You look like a good soldier. Definitely on your way to be a good leader. So just keep doing your thing, bro. And um, like I said, you got my support. You can get you can get my um, my number for Rick or, you know, we hook up somehow. You can call me if you just need somebody to talk to whatever time I can just kind of I don't know. I get that sense with people when I talk to people because I talk to people throughout the day. And it just seemed like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just that's just my my perspective for me looking in that if you need somebody to talk to. Just holler at me, bro. Most definitely. But everybody else, I love you guys' story, especially Mr. Um, Mr. Palmer down there. Um, I love everything that you're doing. I definitely want to be a student of yours. And um, and um, I definitely want to be a student of yours and, uh, and pick your brain some more offline and see what everything that you got going on and learn about all these um, agencies. But everybody else, I'm glad to see everybody. I love what everybody's doing. I love to support this group. And like I said, I'm just uh, for positive and it seems like everybody's here um, trying to embrace our culture and try to embrace our life and embrace the citizens that's getting out. And I think that's just a, um, a good, positive thing. But uh, much love to everybody. Um, and um, definitely. And like I said, you guys check out um, Rick. Um, Stefan going to be on next week for sure. And then you hit me um, telling me that you was going to be interested in doing something from the um, from the foundation. But um, he definitely be on. I was with him today. We went and did this little thing. He's trying to get these cannabis shops open. So me and him did a couple of meetings today uh, working with that. But definitely um, he said he'd be on next week. He just had to prepare for the meeting tonight because, you know, we got the meetings from six to um, eight tonight. But he'll be on next week, give his little input, and I'm glad about finance so I can kind of brief him, and then he can get on there, and he probably can share some insight 
of um, stuff, the way he got some of his foundations and stuff going too. So I'm sure, and I'm sure he's going to throw in some I am sack stuff too. So it'll, it'll go, you know, hand for hand. I was helping black people out most definitely. Thank you, brother. Thank you, but that's why we, oh, yeah. uh, that's why we closing out the year with finance and we're going to do multiple um, 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 episodes on it because we want to talk about it. We want to talk about it before it's over because 2023. Okay. And then what Kurt was just saying, it just makes me bring me back to this other thing we used to do. Um, I'm, I'm a part of this other organization where I volunteer. And, and what we used to do is that uh, uh, when COVID hit, things started getting tight, people was locked down. So we developed this fund. Like we was, like I was setting up people, like it's, it's a thing called access secure packets. So I was setting up people access secure packet account uh, accounts where they can get there, they can fill out the form and, and take, I think I got you one or two, one, right? Huh? You know what I'm saying? So I think that we need to start to, uh, like, like we need to start developing a way to support people that we want to. This, I mean, nobody would be forced to do anything, but hearing what Kurt said, see, that's the kind of stuff that stay on my heart too as well, Kurt. And like, I reach out, I try to do as much as I can, but if, if, uh, if us together as this thing go on, uh, we can build up some stuff because of like, like all of us is not doing really, 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 really like rich, but we okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? We okay. And there's some of us who, who are really, really well. I mean, there, there's a way to do it. Um, and we don't do too much. Like I say, like, um, I don't know what it is, but we can develop a fund where we can um, be able to support people like tanks. I give you an example. Like when you need to get around and do stuff, like I want to send him some bread. But but guess what? The only thing about this situation is that we need somebody to help them set up these things called like a uh, cash app and PayPal. Well, we can get the money there, you know, other than it's, it's a challenge. But Tank, you are heavy on our brain, brother. We we try to figure this out, man, for people like you, man. You uh, you you're a strong individual, man, to be able to, uh, to have that resiliency and like not be going crazy, you know, um, discipline. Yeah, man. So, so y'all, uh, this is open. Like I said, it's about finance. This is open for anybody to talk about um, anything y'all want. But um, finance, like, what do y'all know about finance? That's the thing about, like, what do we know about finance? And if we don't know anything about it, then, like, what do we want to know about it? Because that's what we can come back here the next week is, like, okay, what do we want to know about finances? What I'll say about finances real briefly is um, I, I made a couple notes. Um, so my boy that was on earlier, like, uh, he was talking about a little bit about finances and stuff. And I'm saying um, for us to get this kind of funding that we're talking about, personal and business, is certain things that need to be in place. And it goes back to what he said about having our shit together. So to me, a, a couple of those things, it's like uh, when it comes to people funding us, like we got to have our paperwork in order. Like, like we can't come just with an idea. Right, we have to do things like Denise said. She said she's been um, doing something. She says she got a business license. She understands these document things, right? And um, um, so Ben is talking about like like an LLC. That's another way to get funding, like having your own LLC, having the address, like not just a a post office box, but like an address where the the banks can verify. Because these we talking about people um, like like providing funding. Um, having an a, a, a email address and not like a, uh, like our, our email is um, rca at returningcitizen.org, right? It's not Gmail, right? Not saying Gmail is bad, but I'm talking about, when we're talking about getting funding, we want to start lining our stuff up where we can get funding. Uh, one more thing is about the email. Um, a lot of times they, they talk about the phone thing, like not just having a Google line. 
right? Like having somewhere where we're paying a bill. So like this is all stuff that we just going to talk about a little bit briefly, but next week we should have some experts on talking about like what's the right way to get funding, you know? Anybody can jump in anytime. Well, Ricky, you you saying finance, but you was right at first too about funding too, because if we're going to help these people, if we're going to help these people getting out the penitentiary, we're going to need some funding. We're going to need grants. You know what I'm saying? Like um, the one who just got out three weeks ago, you know, it would have been nice so we can like break him off something or have somewhere for him to stay. But, you know, we just getting started ourselves. So we need to find out how to get the grants, how to get the funding, how to get the money. So we can help right. these people coming out the penitentiary. That's right. That's why we're talking about it, Nina. That's right, Nina. Talk to them, Nina. Nina is our community liaison, y'all. And look, this is how passionate and much, like, much, much uh, her heart is in this. She got COVID. She's sitting here with us talking to us about getting funds for somebody else. Come on, y'all. This is what I'm talking about. Thank you, Nina. <laughs> Thank you, Nina. You're welcome. You're welcome. But, but we definitely need funding, and uh, finances is, like I read the definition for y'all. Um, I'll read it again. But the definition is funding, though, right? Let me tell you what the definition is. Finance is the process of raising funds or capital for a kind of expenditure. So so we want to be able to create a fund. So like, like I said, these tanks coming home, these chop chops coming home, these walkers coming home, like there's organizations that's helping, right? But obviously there's still some holes. There's still some gaps. And because we understand a, a little bit about how to fill those holes and those gaps, um, that's what we plan to do. But we need resources to do it because, like, we got Jesse who's in L.A. Like, the way I envision this thing is, okay, Tank out, Tank gets out. He's supposed to be coming up here where we can contact him and, like, set him up. But all right, they, they sent him down south. So the way I envision this thing, this, commu this, this community of returning citizens, I can get on the phone and I can call Jesse and say, Jesse, hey, we just got a brother just got, came out. He down there. Da -da -da -da. I'm going to send this package, dollars, whatever it is, all right? I'm going to send this package to you. You go uh, connect with the brother. Let him know that, you know, that uh, people supporting him, right? And that tank, that let Tank know that, you know, he got some kind of support. Because for a long time, he couldn't connect with his family, right? Are these new phones? People don't know how to use this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we do. But, you know, Ramon just told us last I week. <laughs> what did he say last week? I just used a computer. I've been home 10 years, man. I just got on this computer, right? Because yeah. he was motivated to do it by whatever reason. So uh, that's what this thing. Y'all motivation. Oh, Rick. We're about to talk to us. Uh, go ahead, Kurt. Come on, Kurt. Are, are you looking to set up, like, committees that will help people with those resources that they need? Like, for instance, say, like, uh, I'm picking on you again, Tank. Say, like, for Tank, if he needed help to do something with his phone, I don't mind getting on the phone with him and even doing Zoom one-on-one and teach him how to do the phone stuff. Or even, like, somebody else. Or I see Richard over here. Um, or not Richard. Um, what was the old boy's name? I forgot his name. Walter. Walter. Walter, yeah. He was having problems with his phone. I wouldn't have had a problem, like, getting on a Zoom thing or a phone call with him and going one-on-one so he can ask all the questions. You know, I'm not I'm not in his location, but I still will be able to do something, like, over the phone or over the thing. So if you get committees that do that for different resources that you want people to do, I'm in on that. Or if somebody needs to learn how to use a computer or use different software, you know, yes. I, I'm down for that, too. Yeah, so definitely. Yes. So sign me up, you know, find out what yes. I know when you one-on-one, and then I'm willing to help anybody that's on there that needs help with, with, the, with the resources that I have. Yes, so and whoever else. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, but no. I'm saying, like, 
I'm gonna ask people who on this call, whoever else is like open to that idea about support. Just just drop a line in the chat. Say you know I'm available or something like that, and we'll figure out how to do it because it's not like we are doing this thing informally because we want to do it. Like right, but I'm. It's my job. I told my team it's my job to line up this, the funding for us because it's it's almost so much we can do out of our own pocket. There's almost only so much we can do out of volunteer. Like when we get volunteers, we get volunteer stuff. But when we, yeah. we got some, some 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 funding, we can help out, and then people can be on point, like you just said. Yeah. So as far as education stuff, as far as education stuff, I don't mind doing that. I, I get what you're saying. Even if I'm a volunteer, I'm gonna give you superior work. You 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 feel me? You know, I'm going to give you superior work. I'm not looking for the pay as far as like education stuff, but as far as like supply and stuff, then that's a different deal. I understand where you're coming from, that you're going to need funding for that. But if anything else that you need, as far as like um, somebody learning a step, a, a walk here, I'm, 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 I'm walking with them. Thank you, brother. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Well, I'm going to say I read that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I guess I just didn't connect the dots because I did read it, but. I got the concept of it, but I think I was looking more of like, give me step by step. <laughs> well, well, talk to us, Walt. Hey, man, how y'all doing, though? Again, listen, when the brother was speaking about like, what, what do we need? Things that we need, right? Something I didn't uh, really ponder on was I'm having an issue with housing, right? So like I had told my PO when my sister leave that I didn't think I was going to be able to stay where I was to stay because it's a lot of care for this guy in the wheelchair, right? And even right now, as we speak, it's challenging because I was trying to do my Zoom meeting. And he's telling me like, hey, man, can you can you give me the tray? Can you give me the plate? Can you uh, clean? And I'm waiting on his daughter to come over, but she's on some other stuff. Right. So even though I'm up to here with it. Right. Because sometimes I want to like, hey, man, OK, come hold up, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, I hear you, but I'm not the caretaker. But I appreciate you letting me stay here. Right. And it's all good. But sometimes when guys are getting out. Like housing, like we get six months transitional housing. After that, you're on your own. So for me, right, I got to wait like another month or two to get into uh, subsidized housing. So in in between time, it's a challenge, right? But um, I'm going to weather this storm. And I've already informed my prologue. So if I have to, I'll, I'll have to go to you and like you house me in another transitional or wherever you want to house me. But I would have to be rehoused and I would have to keep moving forward, whether I like it or not. You know what I mean? I so understand. right now I'm all right. I'm just pondering over some things. But yeah, I mean, housing is big, even after the six months transitional housing. When a guy get out doing a life sentence, yeah, that six months is transit was great, right? I got some money saved up so I can go into housing. It's just that there's complications. You gotta be able to sustain well, how rent, much money right? you got, well. Well, right, I got enough that? to get me a first a and last thousand, and get up in a spot. Hey, Rick, remember <laughs> how we used to talk about? Look, man, I need to clear my head. It's just like moving in a cell with somebody, and you like, damn, man, I don't want to be with you. You got to figure out a way to get out of it. <laughs> wow, you got some money it's though, crazy. brother. You got a bank Even account, Even on the streets. Brother. You got no, a bank I know, account, brother. But we you talking still about gotta be. We talking about an addict before though. We talking about couldn't right, keep right, I understand that. Right. Oh, I'm happy about that. Right. I just need a peace of mind. <laughs> right, and that's and what, all I'm saying. What, 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 what area are you good, in? What, what area? Huh? What area? Are I'm you in LA. Right? I'm right there in the nine oh 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 four four district, Westmont, not far from Inglewood. Okay, but um, right. I think people coming back need at least one to two years. Yeah, well, for me, like 
I jumped on a job in transitional housing, right? It was a lot going on and I jumped on. So when I got back here, I'm jumping on another job uh, back at Goodwill. You know, I applied for a few different places, but they hired me next week is is, is good because it's going to help me do what I need to do as far as getting some housing and then um, going from there. But man, you guys, what y'all doing on this Zoom thing? I was thinking tonight, man, the love. If I went up north, if I went to the Dream Center and just what you guys are going to be starting up, right? Um, it's beautiful, man. And, you know, I'm really pondering over, should I stay here? You know, after this year's up, I got eight months oh. going on nine months, man. Pray for me, man. I can get off parole, you know, yeah, man, please. You're going to oh. get off parole. Just yeah. try not to, uh, try to be, try to be careful because like I say, like there, uh, like I can hear all the stuff is going on and I just need you to yeah. maintain, maintain. Yeah. There's triggers. That you know. You're right. Yeah, man. Hey, yeah, homie. Man, I, hear it, man. I mean, all y'all. Yeah. I'm going to tell y'all something. There's oh, yeah. triggers like you wouldn't even believe, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, right there. But oh, yeah, oh, yeah. to, 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 to tip to the other side, right? And some of you guys going to understand what I'm saying and some of you ain't. Means death row for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right? There's no get back. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You tip over there after coming off a of life sentence. Where else you going? Yeah. You know, down, homeless, encampment, right? I see all those guys homeless. The difference between me and them is I'm an addict and a criminal. <laughs> right? Crime, drugs, punishment was my thing. Do you think it'll stop because I'm 60? If I was to reoffend, all that'll come right up again. Who knows where we're in, right? But what we do is we keep moving forward. That's all I tell myself. You got to keep moving forward. And every day when I wake up, I, I'm just blessed to be in the state of mind that I'm in. And I mean, I'm observing of everything, right? There's a lot going on. And I have my opinions. But in the end, I just got to keep moving on. I love y'all, man. Man, we love you man, too. Man, I love y'all, man. Brother. And we want to be with y'all, man. I think there's real love over there, man, <laughs> with y'all. And then half these dudes know me. Hey, was that Chop Chop we used to be in the building with us? You know yeah. that's Chop Chop. You see, let me unmute that Chop Chop but look, So wait. I want you to just tell me, man, it's for real. <laughs> yeah, for real. Rick, bro. You stayed in contact. You stayed in contact with all that time. Well, check well man, y'all don't understand what's happening here, though. And I don't want you to think that you have to come up north to get the kind of uh, love or support that 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 we build in here, though. Because our goal is to create this thing around the country. Because we feel like it's correctional institutions that destroying and pulled all these things apart in our in our community in our lives. And yeah, um, I love your accountability. I love you saying that was three strike. I got more time than what I was supposed to get, but I broke the law. I did this. Yeah. So so that's one thing that we're about. Accountability. We're not blaming nobody, even though the world fucked up, even though racism exists, all that stuff. We're saying we want to be accountable for our own actions. And then our actions, <coughs> when we change the direction of our actions, we should start seeing some what you call residual benefits. You know, we start looking a little bit better. You know, our skin started glowing. You know, ain't got all that, all the potholes in our face and all the drunk looks, you know? So that... That's what we're talking about. And well, I hope that you don't have to come here to get that. We hope that because Jesse's there and now Tank's there. 
and all the other Los Angeles brothers that we haven't connected with yet. But it's happening. It's coming. God damn it, it's coming. So I hope that, um, like, it's beautiful to come up here, man. Come on up here if you want to, man. But um, um, we want to come down there, man. Our goal is to come down there, you know, create some community down there. And uh, uh, what you got? So, man, man you no, ain't got to come up know, here to get the love, brother. Look, look, look. Hey, <laughs> hey, you right, though. You right about that. But it was just a thought, though, right, because of the beautiful things. But you say Jesse down here. I know E-Man. And I know a few other uh, other brothers. You know, JoJo, I've been messing, you know, you messing with hollering that. So, look, man, we all down here. You right. You absolutely right. No, you don't have to relocate because if you're going to do what you're going to do for yourself, you can do it anywhere. Especially if you're going to oh, do well, it and it's going to be positive. Well, just saying this one thing, too. I mean, like uh, one of my one of my pre prerequisite for returning citizens is changing our zip code. A lot of people are still in their community where they came from. Like me, like I said, I had to change my zip code. I was a little, little bit too ingrained in the streets, you know what I mean? Personally, I feel like I just couldn't just come out and just live back in my neighborhood and everything be fine. Oh, no, no, no. I still got stuff going on, you know? So, so I want to change my zip code where I can uh, live the life that I always wanted to. Like, be a citizen. You know what I'm saying? Like, like do things that's what we're doing today. I feel like it wasn't going to be possible. I had too many uh, uh, triggers in my old neighborhood. So what I did, I just changed it. I got it working. And I'm professional. I go back anytime I want to now. You know? Ain't no issues, though, right? But just the fact of sometimes it's like an attic. You put an attic in a in a crack house, like like it's it's really gonna be really hard for him to stay clean though, you know. So I just think like um, changing your zip code should be because the one thing the way the institution is set up now now this is why where I came up with the thing yet the institution is set up where if you're not a lifer if you go to prison you have to parole to your county of commitment. That's right. And what happens then or what happens in this situation is. Where I committed my crime for, it was like Walt said, dysfunctional family, all this crazy stuff going on. So you telling me now if I go clean myself up, I got to go back to that? Like, that's why the recidivism rate is high, y'all. That's why that's one of our goals to re reduce the recidivism rate. We understand the conditions. Like, you put people back in the same conditions that it's very, very, very hard for people to come out of those conditions if they haven't, like, done 20, 30 years, though, right? Even me, I've done 20, 20 years, 24 years. I still don't want to go back, you know, because I already understood the conditions. That, just because I've been gone 24 years, that community didn't change. It's still dope being sold. It's still people getting killed. It's still all kind of stuff going on. So, Y'all, we have a lot of work to do, and I just want to make sure that we understand, like, these these tips to being successful, you know, changing my zip code. You know, I haven't had no issue with the police I've been home. I'm off parole, right? I haven't shot nobody. I haven't been shot at. <laughs> I haven't sold no dope. It's, it's important, you know, the, the tips that we use to be successful. So whatever works for other people, um, um, that's what it is. But, yeah, that's really critical. Um, All right. That situation that you talk about right there? I went through that. For one year, I was at a transition home on the same block that the guy, Mr. Johnson, lived on that I went to prison for for 29 years. His family still frequents the area. It, it is two blocks away from my mother's house, the transition home I was in, and three blocks away from where the crime happened at. But you know what I looked at it as a test of where I want to live at. That's what I looked at it. It's a test because if I was still had that same kind of thinking pattern, I'd have went back and done what I did all over again. But sitting sitting in that parking lot, 
That's what I call the jail. I call it a parking lot. Just like Eddie Murphy had his car in that parking lot when he was in prison. He got out. He had all that dust on it. I was the same way. I'm still the same way, but I'm aware of the things that I see. So now when I see them bikes inside in front of the grocery store, I don't go to that grocery store because the little dudes in there was me 35, 40 years ago. So my object is not to park in that parking lot no more and do everything that I can to keep people out of that parking lot. Because a car can rust, it can fall apart in the parking lot, just like we can in prison. We've seen a lot of good dudes that were real healthy that passed away in prison with nothing, nothing to show. You know, nothing, nobody, you know, no word of why, what, and when. But the object is just to keep the process going. Just like the guys getting out, I would get them to the places that they need to go. Like, they could go to Homewood Industries and they'd be put up for a grant. In two weeks, they'd be getting 750 every other week. You know, and access to a job and the groups right there in LA. Bro, that's huge. That's huge. That's, yeah. that's, let me just say this. Returning citizens, when they say resource alert, eh, returning citizens, resource alert, resource alert, resource alert, Los Angeles County resource alert. But that's huge, yeah. bro. Thank you. I might have to go pick them up and take them. That's, 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 Ooh. that's stable too, you know. Yeah. That's why I say that's give them my number. Give them my number. Bro, we got it, bro. We this finna be a returning city. I said we want to create hubs, right? Like I said, I said, I said we want to have these hubs in different places where we know our people is coming. And this is the beginning of it right here, though. This is the informal stuff. Y'all are on the ground seeing some stuff. I promise, like, man, like, it really messes with me sometimes when I see what's happening. And, like, just to think about what is about to happen because we're freaking go-getters. We're freaking go-getters. This stuff was made from prison, y'all. I have a question. Um, I know out here, um, mental health has a lot of money. So I'm wondering if you could go through public health or try to find out how you can get a connection to see if you can try to get funding from those type of resources, either with behavioral health or get with somebody in their department that can help you connect the dots. Just like um, I finally got my certification as a peer support. So I'm a certified peer support so I can do Medi-Cal billing. Um, a lot of people that were already grandparent in they you know they're trying to get to the test process but maybe you have to make some type of position to get funding to fund so that we can be peer-to-peer -peer for each other to help us get through the process because they're not going to hold our hands at the you know they they have these programs but they're not really ran by the people that they serve and well, so it's important to let them know yeah this is ran by people that these, this is ran by people that we we are serving people. We're peers. We're peer doing peer to peer work. So we need to have a meeting, Denise. I think yeah. that you have so much more to offer. I think that you're good at everything that you are already good at. But I think there's an untapped potential there because every time we talk, every everything we talk about, it's like it's about this finance because you have a, a, a knowledge about um, but it. But that, that's it. I was just thinking about money, like you were saying, where can we find money? But I'm thinking like public health, like he had how he said the planning commission. I never thought about looking at that. But I know San Francisco has a lot of money too. those keeper initiative programs. And but there's a lot of gatekeepers. I'm from the city. I grew up in the city. And then they have people that are gatekeepers that are not from the city sometimes in the background. But they know how to speak the language and they know how to 
finesse the paperwork to get the numbers. Um, and you know, the gamers, you got some more gamers all around you right now. You got some real gamers though. I know. Real so, live so it's about how do you tap into that? You need to go talk to that mayor or go down to that mayor's office and say, this is what we want. This is who we are. And we need to be connected to the right people, how we can get the funds to support people because they're just making it all about it's for people from San Francisco. But it's people from San Francisco that we don't even live there anymore because we can't afford to. And But they're blocking us out of the money. You get it? I shouldn't have to go start a business in San Francisco just so I can get some of the money. I am from there. I have graduated from there. Or you work there or whatever it is. So um, we just need, the, I don't know. You know what I'm yeah. trying to say. That's just like the, that's just like the college program. That's like the college program that they have in San Francisco. If you have an address in it, you can go to school for free. Yeah. But if you don't yeah. have address there, you can't. I did it. Like it's, it's very strategic. Very strategic. And it's about the stuff that Denise is talking about, the stuff that I hope that we can sit down and talk about, and the stuff that Mario already know. We connected with Mario. They already know this stuff. <laughs> so that's a go about young people, right? Um, us young people, we should probably talk to some older people, probably get a mentor so that we can get to walk through this thing. Well, same thing with older people. Just because we old, we still young in the business world. So we want to be mentored by people who are already experienced. Kurt. I got four Kurt. things. Well, I'm going to go real quick. It's for um, Mario, Walter, um, Denise, and um, who else is that? Oh, and Chop Chop, if he's still there. Um, I'll start with Mario first. Mario, I know in your industry, um, I'm just curious. Um, since you're like in the fashion industry, do you guys do a lot of fundraising and different stuff? And then if so, um, I would like to just kind of be schooled on how that stuff go, how you guys get your donors and kind of be schooled on how you organize, organize and put that stuff together. And then let me hit Walter real quick. And then Walter, um, I just want to know also um, in, in your situation, I know that you're taking care of somebody, but is it impeding on anything that you're doing personally or any of your private business that you're doing? And then um, what I was going to say with that, um, I'll let you answer it first. And then um, I was just going to ditto what you said about Denise. I can see power in her voice and I can see strength in her voice. And I think that she has a lot to offer as well. And then if, if Chop Chop, I don't know if he's there. I don't think he's there, though. OK, Mario, can I'm you hear Mario, I guess. OK, Mario. So the answer to your question is that, you know, from prison, I started my own business as an entrepreneur. And I volunteered and worked for a lot of nonprofits. Um, and I built my, my business up to where people now hire me to contract me to come and do fundraisers for them. Okay. So okay. organizations that may want to do a fundraiser would con contract me and I'll come in as an independent contractor, even working with nonprofits and people could hire me to help them do fundraisers through my fashion shows. Um, other than that, I would be investing in my own business. I always felt like if I don't invest in my my business, why would people buy a ticket to my show? So that was kind of my method. And I start um, being able to take funds, whatever I worked for, and invest it into my own business and for my business to grow. Is this Kurt? Well, my my fellow striker homie Kurt. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Kurt? no. That's my cousin Kurt. Uh, he been uh, he did time oh. way before us. Go ahead. Okay, how you doing, Cuzzo? Uh, Mr. Up, Kurt, how you doing? I'm good. Bro. How you doing, man? All right. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean, it's kind of complicated, right? Because it's like I have solutions, right? But 
It's like timing, right? It's so much going on. So to, to, to just make a long story short, to um, this uh, this word I'm gonna use, suck it up, right? Suck it up till you get to the point to where you can land on both, right? So that's what I'm doing now. Well, thank you, Walt. And that's tough. And that's that's something that 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 we talk about. Because that's tough, like like that's tough. And I I can hear it, but it's six it's six fifteen right now, and we're gonna save this stuff for next week. So, <laughs> uh, because man, it's it's what happens is like this will keep me frustrated at night. This will keep me up at night doing the stuff that we doing because man, it's stuff that I know is more than we can do, but we only like I'm only me. You only you. We only we only got what we got. We only know what we know. But our, I think our heart is in the right place. Now's all the time to line up our intellect and our, our paperwork and our other actions. And let's get this stuff, man. I mean, you know, I'm not worried. I think we can. But I, what makes me worried is when the brothers need to need our support right now, and they over here and they over there. I mean, the ones right here, we can get right to them. But the ones over there, we haven't built up that capacity. To, this called. This called capacity building, and it's tough in the beginning, though, you know? <sighs> so, uh, let me see. Yeah, I wanted to chime in. Uh, I wanted to say to, uh, to your cousin Mo, right, uh, you know, uh, we, uh, yeah, Kurt, excuse me. Uh, the tech part, though, the help, uh, yeah, that, that can help, uh, help out a lot. Whatever I need help with now with the tech is building out applications. Uh, the other brother that I wanted to chime in with was the one for the Homeboy Industries, and uh, and, and and how uh, where that is located in LA. So yeah, so so uh, he gave me the information, um, and he also gave me his phone number. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna connect y'all. Like I was, I was trying to get us all on the Zoom group, um, but I'm gonna connect y'all that way. So yeah, man, that's that's a Return to Citizens uh, resource alert right there. Um, he know connection to a homeboy industry down in LA on uh, what street did he say? Hold on one second. He gave me the street address. Um, actually, it's it's, it's uh, in the chat, but he gave the address and everything. So yeah, we got the information. I'm gonna give you his phone number, and I'm gonna give him your phone number. Let me see if I see it here. Um, on um, Homeboy Industries 130 West Bruno Street by Chino Town. He said on Tuesdays you can sign up the program. Oh, oh time. All right. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday through Friday. Okay, and, if y'all, and it, depending on where you at, I only got a fifty mile radius. You might be able to come how, get you. How far is that from downtown? It is downtown. It is downtown. So you, okay. you in the area. So wait, wait, wait. Look, I'm gonna call. We're gonna do this directly right here, y'all. This is beautiful. Just let the people right. know that this is what we try to do. Help each other, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Cause I, I done kept y'all too long, and I already know that, uh, man, it, it's really time to go. So, Mo, you up, Mo? Ricky. Ricky. Uh, yes, Mario, yes. I, I just want to say something real quick. I just on, want to say that I, I would like to connect with um, Will and, and Tank, if you guys ever need to on a daily day basis about what you're going through, I'm here to support you guys. And I think it's important that we 
that you guys also have a support system. And I'm one of the brothers that want to uh, be you guys' support system. Thank you, brother. Amen. Okay. That's great right there. Thank you. All right. Um, man, to uh, to the brother Walter, man, uh, keep your head up. Um, I actually be coming here and I'll be having so much stuff to say. And then when I get to listen to you guys and get engaged in the conversation, um, it take me to a no to a whole nother place of thinking. But um, what's very encouraging about this is I noticed that everybody is engaged, and, and, and Kurt, you be really engaged. Your questions are great questions, man, and I think it also helps the person or or, or this group when people actually know that you are paying attention. You know, I, like I say, I be writing down all the stuff you guys are saying. I find it incredible. And, I, I lose my chain of thought just thinking about it sometimes because, like, with Walt, man, I know what it's like, bro. Don't give up, bro. Um, just keep pushing forward. Um, it's good that you believe in this group because you got to have somebody to believe in when you're out there and it feel like you're fighting by yourself. But you're not, man. So just tap in with the people, man, and, and keep that faith, man. And I I want to thank all y'all, man. I, I Like I say, I, I just get caught up in listening and just be like, wow, because, like, I've been out for 10 years and it don't feel like it, but when I'm tapped in with y'all like this, this make me make sure that I stay on the grind and anything I could do to help y'all, whether it's talk to y'all, Rick got my number. If it's something I can help you with, I'm open to it. It's not a problem at all because this is what we got to do, man. If, if we don't get it right now, we ain't going to get it right. And there's so many people out there. They need this help, and, and they need this kind of uh, uh, group, too, man. You'd be surprised. So, man, just thank y'all for, for letting me um, listen and tap in with y'all. I appreciate it. Now, y'all, he being modest, you know, he know, uh, I mean, a lot of people listen to you, brother. Um, a lot of people listen to you, man. You got a lot of wisdom. Uh, you've been, like you say, 10 years, man. I mean, that's, 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 that's success to us. Go ahead. Hey, but um, again, like on the finance stuff, man. Uh, like the other brother told y'all about the AB nine, the AB two hundred nine, and things like that. Again, I I just want to repeat that. Uh, it's a lot of things you can find out because they do give a lot of money away. But you gotta know where the sources are. Um, I probably have some for us next week when I come back because I just don't know them off the head. But always remember, these people divide money up, but they divide it up without us. And it's supposed to be for us. So you got to get in these groups like town hall meetings. Um, um, like I said, uh, I can't forget city council. Yeah, I can't remember. I'll have it all that next week for sure for y'all, though. So y'all know where to tap in and get some of that free money they're giving out. Yeah, yeah. I kind of just dropped this 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 uh, finance, uh, finance topic on us. And like, uh, and I knew my guy was gonna like inspire us with some of his stuff, man, because he's doing some amazing work. Him and his wife, and uh, we're gonna have him back here. We're gonna talk a little bit more in depth. Again, like I say, like we're gonna be doing these features because we want to be asking these guys and these ladies all these questions. Because I'm quite sure, like I, I know Denise had a question, like, what did you buy with this? The man said he's talking about the Dream Fund. So, so this one thing about this funding, y'all, it's about who we know, yes, and it's it about. Is. Like who we know, and and it's about. Let me see, because he said something about. 
Oh yeah, it's about who we know is about having our shit together. Yeah, making sure it's filled out right. Just because somebody told us about something, don't mean that we got our shit together to get access to it, right? So we got to be ready. They say luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So that's what we're talking about here. We're preparing and we're going to be ready for whenever somebody say, hey, hey, go grant over here. Boom, sent the paperwork, it's in. Or we created a product and we sell our products though. You know what I'm saying? We are... We're not asking people to give us nothing. We ain't one of them kind of people. Don't give me nothing. I don't. I don't. I don't like free stuff. You know. Put me to the door. I, I open it yeah. up myself. I don't really like free stuff because you get what you pay for. Free stuff. That you part. Know, anyway, um, um, <laughs> what I would say. Yeah, this guy man talking about this, this this personal finance and the dream fund. That was the, that was the thing that's like two days before Thanksgiving they open up this fund and you can get 10 k. You know, don't have to give it back. How much a boost would that be for people, you know, trying to up and come? Y'all, and all this stuff is out here. And that's why I brought this topic to us. We're going to talk about it. And we just scratching the surface now. I hope that people go Even back Even that PPP it. money. If you were legitimate, I mean, that was a legitimate come up. So, so tell them about that, love. Because, see, we got some of that, right? Uh, uh, legitimate. <laughs> like, we all know about the PPP illegitimate money but because uh when we do it right you know we can get a little bit of this ppp legitimate money though right but but it goes back to one of our mission about the collateral consequences i wasn't able to get it because i got the ex-felon thing on my thing so when that was going on i still was in parole right but because strategy (laughs) you know strategy got my wife over here you know it works so i'm saying we got the biggest game in town. We know it. So we just want to learn it and then, like, perfect it. But all legitimate, all about helping these individuals and us that need the help. So, yeah, so what, I hear, what I hear you saying is that I got to get married. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, or I mean, credit and no felony. <laughs> Trust me, it's not as big a tax break as it used to be. No, <laughs> not even married. No, Denise, just like, Denise, you know, cool. surround yourself with people. You know what I mean? Who have the same type of mindset as you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we all want to be successful. We all here on this call know that we are not losers. We're not failures. We're not quitters. Hell no. You know? So, and then we just have to just have people around you who have the same mindset. You know what I'm saying? If you get with some men's or men, men's, whatever. Do me a mail order a husband, huh? Order me a husband. <laughs> um, no, I hear you though. Um, that's why I'm working on that um that expungement. So they still do the PPP loans now that I got a business license. I couldn't get one before I had no business license, but I probably couldn't get one anyway, so I'm a felon. <laughs> it it was just during though. that time. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's why we talking about finance. We finna find out so much stuff that's going on that's not just so we just heard about PPP loans. Because I think it was some, it was something. Who was I think Trump was the president. It was something that we started hearing about that we this stuff been going on for centuries. We mm-hmm. have never heard about it. Mm-hmm. Somebody wanted all of us to know because we got a lot of money. Like people who was doing it, the scam, and they got a lot of money. I wonder who really got the money though. You know what I'm saying? Because like when we know about stuff, we like the last to know about it though. So. Yeah. Yes, sir. I think it's things like he like he said, like the dream funds and all these different kind of uh he said that now we gotta verify this. He said that the uh California passed a law where twenty five percent of the income of the uh dream fund. Would be two oh nine. 
Yeah, 25% of spending needs to go to small business. We have a couple small businesses. So so that's so like that's something to look forward or, or, or I mean to look into, right? We're talking about finance. Yeah. And and then next week, I think that I think y'all should come with something for us though. Y'all should come here to educate us about finance, about personal finance, about like yeah, that. yeah, bank account. You said anything to do with money, credit. Um, like we're not talking about too much personal finance, but it is though. You guys talk about what you want to because I didn't make it personal finance. I made it finance. It's about getting funding to do some expenditure. This business stuff. Yeah. Go go into our mission about economics. All right. I just want to, and then we ended the year with that because we want to. Uh, I like I like to say like it's gold dust in the air. We ended the year because like I did a report about how much money people spend on Black Friday. Oh my God, we talk about is 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 recession and all that. We still spending money, y'all. Everywhere we go, we still spending money. So I'm saying we're gonna talk this money talk to the end of the year because we're gonna get ourselves in a position to get the resources and be able to help people, not to make ourselves rich off doing uh, community work. Be mad. That's not the goal, but the goal is to be able to help people, uh, tangible help in your hands. Dre, you want to close us out, Dre? Sure. I just want to thank everybody who is here. A lot of who were on here before ain't on here no more, but I appreciate every one of you. And I just want to talk about um, being successful. You know, our thoughts do create our reality. You know, I'm more of a filler, but definitely our thoughts create our reality. And I feel like, you know, getting into group, being a part of a group is what healthy people do. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like um, getting into this group or being a part of the group, you know, knowing that you belong, knowing that you're accepted, knowing that you're not alone, knowing that there's other people going through what you're going through. You know what I mean? And that you're supported is huge. When Ricky was in prison, I got in a group. It, I'm still a part of Freedom Ministry. You know, it's a huge ministry group that I'm a part of. But it was so instrumental and vital in what I needed to be supported. I needed that backbone. I needed that support system. So group is huge. Just even if you're just talking and listening, talking and listening knowing that you belong, knowing that you're supported, knowing you're not alone. Again, it's just so vital in your growth and the steps that you're going through. So I appreciate every one of you. And I am receiving just as much as what everyone else is giving. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful for everybody sharing and being patient and taking the time to be here because um, it just means so much to so many of us. And hope to see y'all next Sunday. Thank you. And look at here. Before we go, y'all got to see this stuff. Come on now. Before we go, y'all, look at here. Come on, y'all. <laughs> I'm so excited about this stuff, y'all. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, that's so clean right there. Huh? Man, that's so clean right there. F the uh, G code. Know the penal code. I know some of my hood cats gonna be mad at me about that. You know, we still. <laughs> what know, size is that one? Yeah, I might want to be happy about it. Start learning it. Denise, you can have it, Denise. We owe this to you. It's a large, Denise. We owe this to you. 
I don't know if the brother, brother, can I get this to Denise? I'll cash out. All right, so look, 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 Denise, you can, you got this coming. Uh, but look at this, y'all. Come on, man. Come on. So, uh, all right, thank you for joining. Thank you for uh, spending your Sundays with us. Have a good night. Thank you. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, we're going to do this again. We're going to talk about finance. But now y'all got a little bit of idea of what we're going to talk about so you can bring some tips or you, or you can invite some people who really know about this stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, like we're open to all the kind of all the conversations, though. But I'm so honored. I'm so grateful. This is our 10th episode, y'all. Season one is complete. Everything else we're going to do uh, for the rest of the year is going to be just bonus, like about the finance stuff. But we're going to start our season two um, in 2023. But I'm so grateful, though, y'all. Thank you. Have a good night, all right? God bless. Peace. All right. Good, good night. night. Good night. All right, y'all. Thank you, Cuddy.